0: What's going on, boys and girls? We have a terrific episode of Two White Lights for you today. We have our preview for the USAPL's Pro Finals, along with all the other meets that will be taking place at the Arnold Classic. You have that Pro-Am Day, which actually the Amateur Day may have a better matchup storyline than the Pro Finals. That's how stacked this weekend is going to be. I was looking forward to this preview. Steve was looking forward to this preview. Solana's looking forward to this preview. And probably due to the fact that we're all closely related. We're either competing or coaching at this meet. Solana and I are competing. Steve is coaching. And you get a lot more emotion. You get more hot takes when you're directly involved into it. And on top of that, it's probably Steve and I's favorite meet. I don't know about Solana, but Steve and I's favorite meet of the year. Uh, just because of how fun the Arnold Classic weekend is. And this is an incredibly stacked meet. Tons of storylines. Tons of storylines. Tons to talk about. It's a two-hour episode. So you got a lot of analysis, you got a lot of hot takes, you get our predictions. You're gonna see if we're right or wrong. Probably wrong for the most part. But it's awesome, awesome preview. We had a great time with it. Make sure you're listening to it on an Apple Podcast or Spotify. Leave a five-star rating on both. Leave a review on Apple Podcasts, and also go to twowhitelights.com and check out the show there. Also, you can get some merchandise. Uh merchandise is still available on two white lights and without further ado here it is two white lights Oh baby I like it boy Yeah baby I like it boy Oh baby I like it boy Yeah baby I like it
1: boy Should this be you should be and should me, shoot me, oh, me, yeah, me yeah. give me the mic so I can take a walk Wolf on a natural charge, born for yards. Yeah, from the home of the Dodge Brooklyn squad. Who take killer beats on the score? Rain on oh, your college ass, disco
2: ball. Well, you didn't even touch my skill. You got to put the one killer B and he ain't gonna
1: kill now. Chop that down, pass the all around. Hurts get hard, quick, see Match to the ground. 4-N-E-M-C and any 52 stakes. I get psycho. Killer, I know I'm in vain. My producer slam, my a was like,
0: We are here to do another preview, and we have the Arnold Pro Finals. Solana, Steve, how are you feeling about this? Actually, I might ask Solana first, because Steve might get into a rant, just right off the bat.
1: Well, I can start off Steve's rant, because I'm only excited now, because we only got the final lists of people, like, what, last week? (laughs) Thanks to Brad. (laughs) Like
2: Last night.
1: Oh, oh, my bad. Last night. It was really last
2: night. night. Last <laughs> night, it was finally official.
1: Yeah, that's right. horrifying. Haven't we known about this meet being the finale since the start of the Pro Series? Haven't we known about it since then? So how do we not have a, a final roster until um, February 15th of 2023, <laughs> when the the Arnold is the first weekend of March? Uh, so, yeah. I don't know. Maybe, maybe they keep it behind
0: a black curtain. Um but uh yeah, so we got the Arnold Pro Finals coming up. I think it's a hype meet. I I've been looking forward to this long time. I'm competing in it, of course, but also like I have a level of excitement for this meet on the both the pro day and the amateur day. And we're gonna start with the pro day for the men, but there's a lot of shit to look forward to. I mean it'd be great if it was maybe a little bit uh Produce are uh, promoted a little bit more uh, from the USAPL. And, uh, and I, I have seen some good things. Like, I like those posts that we saw. But, you know, we got a, an incredible matchup on the men's side and the female side of the pro day. But also, I'm just, I'm really, really excited for Keenan Lee for Ronda Hunt. Like, that might be my favorite matchup of the year, and it's only March. Like, I'm very, very excited about that. Because it's just, like, the coolest thing ever. Two international lifters. Going to Columbus, the Arnold, which is always a big deal meet. Um, I I want to be promoted like a big deal meet, but the Arnold is something that USAPL lifters love. They compare it to nationals. Some say it's better than nationals. We like going there. We like hanging out. We have fun competing. We have fun training while we're there. It's an experience. I always get excited for this time of the year, and you get like this juicy, juicy matchup between the two, but not to cloud, the lead. We got Bob Matthews, and Ruska, and Brandon Petrie. All performing on the same stage for all of it, for the money, for the championship, for the finals.
1: I'm super excited. I think I get to. I think I get to commentate uh, Keenan and Rondell. So might be the best. What? What? No, <laughs> might has, be pretty. Exciting. Have you been asked? I haven't been. I haven't been asked. To, to, <laughs> there was to no. Do any of this. I. I reached out. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I reached Uh-oh. out to national office like four times.
0: Is, is uh leo gonna be there yes okay good we're, okay
1: yeah we want to do it All together right. and we reached nice. out together to do it together so good. that's the goal there's right. no official commentary sheet but Hand- fantastic hands
0: up i'm like because if no <laughs> one has reached out that means we're gonna tell they're gonna ask people within that week to do it and that's a that's a nightmare um nah, and also good. Yeah, you, you get you get some issues there with the commentary. So that's good. Okay. Nice. We're we're in good hands here. Alright, so hey. let's start here with the men. So let's uh Steve you have Wait. something to add. I never got to rant.
1: I know. Oh, like, yeah. I was trying to floor? avoid it. I was trying to <laughs> avoid, <could> avoid
0: <laughs> it. I was trying to avoid it because um this weird thing is happening where I think powerlifting America might like us more than the USAPL and I don't know how I feel about that. They sent me a nice they commented something very nice to me. They're like Oh, that sucks. You can't be a Power of the American Nationals. We really like you there. We're going to be there for three days because I'm going to be commentating the Texas Strength Classic that weekend. I'm like, oh, well, that was nice. We don't, oh, we don't have
2: quite, We don't have proof power of the American as a whole likes us more. Just Paul, their social media manager.
0: Yeah, okay. that's I, pretty much it. I mean, the social media uh, manager, whoever's running it on that day, likes us.
2: But And they like me. I like it enough that I'm going to be allowed to be there. Maybe we'll talk about the coaching situation. I don't even know how it's going to unfold at Power America, but either way, let's talk about the Arnold. Yes. For what is the championships and supposed to be the biggest meet of the year, this has to be one of the most disorganized, horribly communicated meets I have ever seen the USAPL run. And honestly, I would expect this out of a money-grabbing local meet director with the level of communication. Invites got sent out late. As Solana said, it wasn't until last night that the finals roster was finally actually finished. How are we two and a half weeks out and they still hadn't filled out the entire thing? They sent out the wrong invites to the pros. Then they sent out pro invites to amateur lifters who then signed up for the pro meet. And it wasn't until about five weeks out that they then kicked them out of that meet and then put them back into the amateur meet when they thought they were prepping for the pro meet the whole time because they thought they still had pro cards, but no one made them aware. Uh... Yeah. I mean, I could keep going on with some other stuff, but this has to be one of the most embarrassing things I could possibly see. I, I don't know. I, I said on my story the other day, I don't think the USAPL cares about the Pro Series. I think they're using this as a band-aid until they can get enough uh, oh. uh, different countries to create a world system because they obviously are not caring about it. Um, as well as it's it's super cool that they just released the schedule yesterday for the events and put two events at the same time and multiple people, not just my own lifter, but multiple people were signed up for both events and there's no refunds and their exact uh, recommendations is you can do both by going in like squatting in the pro in the full power meet and then running over the expo and benching to come back and bench again and then deadlift all at the same time. Uh, not only did the national office say that, but I also had a, a USAPL executive reach out and call me a clout chaser and say, it's very possible to do that. Um. So yeah, it should be. Yeah. It should be. USA, I USA, mean, USAPL is
0: crushing this. It should be easy enough. I mean, if you've ever been at the Arnold, there's not a lot of people, and the venue and the expo is really small. Yeah. So like navigating it is actually really easy. So yeah. I might disagree with you on that, Steve. Um, I think Pre- uh Presson could you know make his way up. He's also you know it's not like. He's a, he's he's not a big guy or anything, so it's gonna be pretty easy for him to get through. Yeah. you know, and especially we'll doing through getting, that
2: crowd, no problem.
0: Yeah, with yeah. the with the bench, I probably on. could just carry him. I could yeah, you really
1: could piggyback ride. Yeah, it's actually one of the smallest yeah. competitions in the country. Like yeah. the entire <laughs> Arnold's just the smallest thing.
0: Yeah, but it, it really. Is,
1: yeah, I mean.
0: Oh, wait, that was 2020 when no one was there. Oh, okay. Yeah, the Arnold has, oh. oh, that was what... Because uh, was, like, dude, there's no one ever there. It was like, Epis, Ghost <laughs> oh, no, that's when COVID happened. There's a fit ton of people at the Arnold always. It's 100,000 people, it feels like, every year. So, um, yeah, uh, that's that's ridiculous. But you know what? Like, it's it's not even a pro series thing, though. The Arnold is a staple meet in the US APL. And that's like – that's kind of a surprise for me. It's like the Arnold is something – you don't incentivize for just the pros. You incentivize for every USAPL lifter. If you compete at nationals, your goal is to get to the Arnold if you didn't make the world's team. That was the next competition you would do, and that's why it was fun. And that's like the disorganized uh, – the disorganization of it is, is crazy. Like in 2020, they – Worked their ass off to make sure that meet ran well because of COVID and they had to go two platforms. People were upset about it, but they were able to do it this year. It's like a little bit of disorganization here, and I don't, I don't expect it from the USAPL because it's the Arnold. And you know, we... and it's
2: usually it's usually been an incredibly well organized meet. Oh, love the the last Arnold. La-
0: you hear last last year, my voice. Was... I love the Arnold.
2: Last year wasn't great, but this year hit a new all time high for disorganization, and I don't it like it's not that many it's not like we're talking about a thousand lifter me
0: no, no
2: like it's... the communication to be able to send out invites is pretty easy to do uh as well as did, i'm still waiting to hear from this i haven't been able to get any clarification i mean you guys seen the schedule for the pro finals i believe we have a, a combined pro final
0: what no 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 no, no. what no
1: please tell you me you didn't know
2: this Fuck. Hold on, oh, I'm oh, confused. I mean, I,
1: what do you mean? Raw and equipped
2: is listed at the same. Raw and equipped is listed as the same session and the same start no. time. You guys didn't know that?
1: <laughs> oh, No. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. It's, it's listed as the same start time. It's been like that for. Are they going to be? They changed it because
0: Are they going to be not doing? I assume the they're doing.
2: As a, it's it either they're doing two platforms or it's going to be a three flight meet where people are intermixed. That's the only thing I can think of. Which either one sounds ridiculous. Why would you have two I, platforms for the finals for either I, or? You are taking I off, would, and then why would you intermix equipped and raw yet again?
0: I will lose my shit if it's multi-platform.
2: As well intermixing
0: isn't the worst the, thing. Yeah,
2: the pro right. the pro am in the morning is only twenty-eight lifters and starts at eight a.m. That's going to be done by about eleven thirty. So why do we have a start time of two p.m. for the pro finals and are intermixing them. Yeah, I to hold off I'd like some I'd like some I'd like some clarification on what's going on here a but Quip as of right now like they are lists yeah. no they don't no one likes this because it doesn't work well. It does not work well to have them combined. I want I want equip to be able to have their own highlight not be I mean they're going to get overshadowed by the raw lifters. The raw <laughs> lifters are it's going to be an issue because of sharing the warm-up room and the warming up is just different and it's all weird and then you it,
0: no, it's, I it's hope, basic shit. I hope it's,
2: this is a t- I hope this is a typo. About
1: last year,
0: so it, no, <laughs> no. It's ba- but it's basic shit. Like, because uh, last year again, it was a weird. Like, they kind of get it out last year, and it wasn't like terribly disorganized to an extent where I was. I'm like, it happened. Um, I think the flights could have been done differently. The pace of the meet was super fast on one day. Like, they could organize that a little bit better. Sure, you get to learn from your mistakes and you know do it again this year. You got to start thinking about what is going to be the driving force what gets you into the federation and we get this really good opportunity here to showcase your best lifters in a Sheffield like format and that's going to mess with the viewers when they see equipped go on at the same time as raw it messes with all of it it just it's just a it's sloppy it's cl- it's clunky it's it's having two sports going on at once, really, because equip lifting is somewhat of a different sport than raw lifting. It's just – you wouldn't you wouldn't get that in a professional product and the goal is to get more professional and I think we're gonna see that product with Sheffield, but um yeah.
2: Yeah, I uh, as well as I mean, yeah. frankly, I would I would love for equip to have their own session so they can be highlighted yeah, appropriately, but for let's sure. Be frank, I don't dislike equip lifting. Well, well, I don't dislike it either, but let's be blunt about something, because I was hoping that this would change, and it didn't. I kept saying all of last year, equip lifting doesn't support equip lifting. That's the major issue. They are not; they don't support each other. There is not enough equip lifters to actually fill up the finals. Yeah. There's not enough. Yes. They can't, they can't even fill the finals up, because there's not enough of them.
0: Yeah. And that's, that could be a reason why there might be a little bit of a uh, neglect there towards the Pro Series, but... Um all right so let's pick up my mood here. Uh we have the pro series finals for the men's side. And like I said, it's going to be a fantastic fantastic roster and on the men's side, top 3, I think top 3 has its its picks. Bob Matthews, Ruska, Brandon Petrie, All Team craft. And I think with Bob on the ascent and I think he has kind of established himself as the best lifter in the USAPL as it stands. I think that has done something to Ashton Ruska that has made him more focused and has made him more of a competitor. And I think Ash was searching for that for a really long time, and he's finally got it because Bryce Lewis, like Bryce Lewis, wouldn't give you a whole lot. Bryce's keeps to himself, isn't going to say shit that'll piss you off. Ash was still trying to find motivation, but you know Bryce Lewis. We all know what Bryce Lewis does. Bob is different. Bob doesn't keep to himself. He's not like this arrogant shit talker, but he's not like Bryce and that will pull the competitive spirit out of Asher and I'm seeing that. I see a different Ash now that Bob is on the ascents, and Bob, that's Bob and Keenan. Yeah, well Keenan, but Keenan like Right now, Keenan's on the separate day, or it's not separate day, separate session.
1: Yes,
2: it's still. I I know it's motivating though. That is, you know, Ed, of still a thing. of course.
0: Well, yes. like talking to Ed, like knowing him for a while, Ash gets motivated by things, but it's really hard to do this weight battle stuff because you know first it was Atwood, um, then it's you know it's it, it could be Perk too during that twenty 2020, twenty 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 one time. You know Atwood Perk, but then it's like really like these little guys. Like I'm gonna be comparing myself against them. No, Bob is in your weight class now. Bob is directly in your face. They're not too far off. And Brandon Petrie's a 90 kilo lifter too. So all these guys have some sort of say. You throw Keenan Lee in the mix. You get a really motivated Ashton Ruska, and that that guy can get intense. And I and I'm loving what I see right now.
1: I have to agree with you, like especially after listening to Ashton talk about it on another podcast. um He definitely is. We can say in. King of Lifts. We can say. King <laughs> oh, we're allowed to say it. Oh yeah. I uh, you know. Say so don't say anymore. No, no, no. That's that's only King
0: of Lifts is an ally in a sense. <laughs> Are they? Cool. they won't
2: repost any of our stuff. They won't repost Angelo List or any of my <laughs> You know what? They won't,
0: they won't repost most things. They won't repost most things. They aren't reposting Lucky. You might. That might be because he's a 2 light affiliate. But um,
1: That's the only reason. I don't know. That actually
0: might be a good thing. It uh, might be a good thing because they know what actually gives them likes and followers and that's fucking Russ and Jesus. That makes sense to me. Like Post them that's and don't post eight things a day and get like 300 likes when you have 200,000 followers.
2: Yeah, and if you're French, you get automatic reposts. But yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead, Solana. (laughs) Ashton.
1: Yeah, Ashton is more motivated than ever. I can see it. I can hear when he's talking about it. Like, I'm super excited. And then watching Bob, who was already highly motivated, but he literally said, like, in his YouTube, like, he was like, "Um, Ashton can't do this. Like, Ashton cannot double 2100 like I just did. Like, he said those words. And I was like, oh, I love this. I love this because he literally called him out directly. So it's like a legitimate fight. And then we get to watch Brandon, who is, yes, a little bit more quiet, but he definitely is coming up. Mm-hmm. Like definitely after watching him have that big day in January where he almost total over 2K, but he missed that last deadlift. But 716, 463, and he was 771. And I'm like, okay, so you still have some time to clean that up? Like we're going to see a big me from all of them. I have them all within four dots points of each other. I cannot wait.
2: I have some I'm not I can't say anything, but I do have some insight about all three of them. Nope. I promise awesome. it, it was it was complicated. Awesome having
0: awesome having you on the podcast, Steve. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I have awesome that I can't share with anyone
2: <laughs> of insight about what the goals are for each each of them. Oh. But So, because that will play into things. It'll be interesting. Maybe if we do a a recap, maybe if we do a recap show, we'll give some insight there. But it'll be interesting. But yes, I originally, and when I put this down, I was like, okay, Bob's got this. I I think Bob's going to win this. I like his momentum. Just doubled, doubled basically what his meet PR total is. But then Ash had that big day. And here's the thing. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna send my call something Bob set out. Bob is better at rep work than Ashton. Ashton's never been great at rep work. Uh, this goes back to a coaching thing. If we really got into it about disproportionate levels of like what her percentage is and what some people can one RM versus they can double, triple, and whatnot. Bob is much better at rep work. We haven't we haven't seen Ashton or Bob truly have a super meet. Ashton Ashton probably could have had it last year at the. 2021 VA Pro, if he didn't YOLO that deadlift just because yeah. he had already won it, he kind of was on that track. But he, it, since then, Ashton hasn't been 100%. And I don't think Bob has really had that meet quite yet, too. No, That's where it's been. interesting. Mm-hmm. Because I think either of them could very well win this based on if one of them can have that meat. And I'm going to be frank. I'm hopping on the Ashton bandwagon for having that meet. And it's mainly... Because of how his deadlift's looking. That's been his issue lately. His deadlift hasn't quite been up to... I mean, he was looking like he was going to deadlift like 870, 880 for a while there. And it kind of dropped off a bit. And partially because he went back... It it seems like this thing where he can't sumo for a long period of time. And it drops off. So he has to do conventional. But conventional is not as strong. And then when he comes back to sumo, sumo is just ungodly strong. And he just just missed that 881. I don't think he's going to probably shoot for 881. But he doesn't need it. I don't think he does. I, I think... He can easily go – I mean, I've got Ashton at 820, 475, 860. Big big caveat there, too. On bench, he's going back to that wide grip, mm-hmm. which we know he can hit more on that wide grip. Yeah. He has had some weird things in the meet where it hasn't fully panned out, but he definitely benches more wide grip. Mm-hmm. Bob, the big question mark I have there is, like I said, he's, he's kind of disproportionately good at rep work, and he hasn't quite hit that much more than he reps out in a meet. Um, I I think he may maybe I'm speaking uh, I, I think something may have occurred did he get sick possibly leading he, in the I Pro? Th- yeah, he,
1: think not leading in it it was after it was a week before he hit his 2100 for a double okay yeah
2: so I've got him doing more than he did for those mainly on bench and deadlift as of now if I'm just using past precedent. Bob is typically about hit on squat what he hits for his double. And if you look at it, it kind of shows because like you'll, you'll see some people who hit three reps on squat and all three look like they're RPE 10. That's usually a good sign that like someone's just really good at rep work, but they might not have that much more over their actual first rep, but his bench and his his deadlift gets a little bit more. I've got Bob 766, 517, 843. If he goes over that and has a super meet, it wouldn't shock me. That's where I've got him at. Solano, where you you've got a little bit more on squat. We basically I are definitely we, pretty, more on the
1: squat for sure. But
2: I mean he just he doubled 766. Hmm, he doubled 759 and he hit 749 at the VA Pro. Now there was the factor that at the VA Pro that they they were complaining a little bit about the platform being wobbly and both Ashton and Bob had issues, so maybe I'm playing too much into that.
1: But what I'm saying you is are, and he what Bob 766 not seven fifty nine, but go ahead.
2: No, seven fifty. Not I know. No, I am correct. He doubled seven sixty six. He doubled seven fifty nine, leading into the VA Pro. Okay, and then he hit seven forty nine. So what I'm saying is, as of right now, based off of Pat math past meet performance, him hitting that double as a single would be an actual uptick. Now I very well can be proven wrong. I'm just saying that's what I've seen from. His last three meets, for the most part, is about what he doubles is what he hits first, third attempts, or his his top end squat.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So that's the only thing that's where I'm going a little bit, Ashton. Is I feel like based off of what we see in training, I I have a little. I think Ashton's going to have more over that, where I think Bob is a smaller increment over what he doubled.
0: Yeah, Thank yeah, and that's a, that's a good point there too. Um, that is something that noted. Like I think people do put. I mean. I'm not saying they put too much value into rep work, but it can be deceiving at times. Um you know, like I, a double for me on deadlift can be occasionally easier than a single. Um I could kind of rework my way back into position and and possibly pull it again. But, you know, it doesn't necessarily mean that I'm good for twenty kilos over what I hit that day. Um it's just it's just how lifters operates and that is actually a very good point that uh steve made now brandon petrie we talk about bob and ashton do you see a possibility of brandon petrie surpassing both of them
2: yeah because i've got them all separated by five dots points and that's assuming they all hit like top end nine for nine i've got them separated by five points
1: Okay. Yeah, I well, gotta by four.
0: So I was about to say, because we're talking about Bob and Ash right now, and I think it's because, you know, Bob had that YouTube video, Ash had the King of Lifts interview, and I, I Same weight were, class. Yeah, same weight class. So uh, there's a lot going on there. Brandon, quiet more quiet on social media. Um, but he is training to win this. And it's actually pretty cool that I get like, you know, Ash and, and Brandon. I I know them pretty closely. I, I've trained with Brandon quite a bit. And again, if you're talking about a focused competitor, it doesn't matter if you know he's he's showing it on social media or not. The guy is focused and he is motivated not by just Ashton and Bob and trying to beat these guys and be the best lifter in the USAPL, but also by Russ. Like he wants to, yeah, he wants trying. to make a yeah. real point with Russ on this one, which should be doing the meet and Bob and Nash <laughs> on top of that. Like this is. Wouldn't it be great if he was there, though? Wouldn't it just be fantastic if Russ was in the middle of all this? Wouldn't, wouldn't that just put a cherry on top of an amazing Sunday that is his powerlifting <laughs> meet? But I digress. Brandon wants to beat these two guys. Russ, Russ pushing him. He's pushing himself in training. And I've trained with Brandon in the past. I won't give too many details. But Brandon's the guy who has to work around a lot of injuries. I... I'm liking what I see training with him.
2: He's healthy right now.
0: Things look solid. Things look good. Sometimes I'm like, you know, I I wouldn't have chose that top set, but I think that kind of just shows what he wants to accomplish, what he wants to do. And there's a, maybe a reason why he's there and I'm not. Is because he's really pushing himself to get to that. Um, I don't think he's risking anything. I think it's like this is what I need to do to total two K at ninety. And I got I got to hit this weight, or I got to at least feel it. I got to at least try it out. Um, that that's that says something.
1: I was going to say, do you think this is a meet he gets two K? I think it is. I think he will go two K at this meet. He does have to hit some top ends and go nine for nine.
0: What are the numbers on think, all the lifts that he has, t- what he has to what he has to hit?
2: Like 2K? I have right at two k, two k, seven ten, four seventy four, eight
0: fifteen.
1: Yeah, I did four474 seventy four, 74, eight ten. So we just. The only the, thing
0: that worries me is a deadlift only because okay. um, what has happened in the past? Not, I don't know. I'm not even gonna say what happened. In his the de- past his because,
2: deadl- his deadlift has peaked well though.
0: Yeah, I might said
2: wrong about. I've been wrong about his deadlift in the past, thinking his training numbers were indicative of what he probably hit meet day, and then he hits way more. Because he, he hit 771 and he missed 823. Yeah. So just based off of the fact that he missed it, it's going to be hard to say he could hit it. Um, but based off of how he's peaked and how 771 moved, I, I feel safe saying 810 to 815. He's going to eventually... Post this on Instagram and say we're all underrating him.
0: Well, I was about Um, to say if he was motivated. if he was motivated by you know Russ, Ash, and Bob, he's definitely been motivated. Those podcasts and more so you. Like so, I mean, if you got some money on it, Steve, and you want to put Brandon, just talk a bunch of shit about him.
2: Well, I've been usually projected. I'm. I mean, I'm saying not that good looking.
0: Uh, Well, no, I'm just saying the first people say.
2: No first attempts. I, were we I saying thirds? I was saying first attempt. Seven ten four seventy four eight fifteen for first attempt. So he'll hit two K <laughs> on his first. Yeah
0: yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, just go go down the list and see see what we can get Brandon mad about.
1: Andrew, he's, he's not that well
0: dressed. He's, he's his eyes aren't that nice. Um, his I don't know. He's just such a nice guy. I can't think of anything else you, to say. You
2: can't you hey. can't say his eyes aren't that nice with a straight face. They're so beautiful. <laughs> <laughs>
0: angelo how is his depth looking on squat um hard to tell for me because i'm spotting and i am okay and you're looking and am, at those um,
2: glutes you're checking out that butt.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um i think on one of the doubles that he had i thought it was a little high um but the single i thought it was good squat depth he was wearing okay. jean shorts so possibly that was restricting his uh, his <laughs> depth on one of
1: <laughs> Not an excuse, know. Brandon.
0: <laughs> he he George. he did not use that excuse at all. I am saying that because <laughs> Jean shorts while squatting, I just don't think. Um...
2: Basically, like multiply.
0: Yeah, that's what when I you Jean shorts.
1: What is this? Yeah, okay.
0: My computer just or my. Thing that's disconnected. Oh, are you serious? Okay, I can't even get it back. Oh, damn it! All right, you still well, sound good. You don't yeah, sounds good. Like. Yeah, but whatever. Um, yeah, I. He was wearing jean shorts, so I, I maybe that was restricting his depth just a bit. Um, yeah, I wouldn't say there's a whole lot of issues there. That that seven sixteen he hit though was like pretty money. It, it was. It was good. It was good. It was. It was. It was a good set. Um... I think he's closer, though, on depth goes. So it can go either way on meet day. I mean, it happened at Nationals where he got called on depth for the first squat. He was able to fix it. Um, so I think he'll find his depth on meet day within the first two attempts, and they'll be selective on what they need to hit. So he can even be more conservative if you want. All
2: yep. right. that, you it's a tough. I mean, we'll come, we'll come back around to those three, but that's, that's mm-hmm. a tough one. If yeah, any well, one of them won, it wouldn't, it wouldn't shock me. At all. I 100%. see Bob is this. I see. I mean, I'll just say the last thing I'll say here is I think Bob is the safest. I don't mm-hmm. feel like he has any lifts that can go wrong on meat day. Yeah. He, it, he, Ashton bench has always been a little weird because it doesn't typically peak. Well, sometimes he has a little bit of pec pain. It's been a little weird. And then sometimes on sumo has a little bit of lockout. Brandon, while I think depth was good on seven sixteen it sometimes can be shallow and then sometimes he gets a little bit stuck and, and into a hitch motion on deadlift. I'm being nitpicky here. I'm just saying that if I was to go off the person that has the least variables of missing off of just things that just outside of just pure strength, it's Bob. I think Ashton has the highest top end though. I just, I I don't know. I don't know. It'll be interesting, but then yeah. What does Brandon do? Body weight? Why? Does, does it, did any of them do extra cuts?
0: Nah, I don't think I you do it, it for this one. I mean, it, I don't Bob think Bob do did it either, before. Bob did it before, but I just don't think you do it this one. Like, try to put on a show and win. Like, I don't, I don't like, I, I, don't want this to turn into an untested meet where it's a weight manipulation meet. Like, go and do the thing. Go and go and try to hit your. Go and try to hit your list, and, um, I mean, be at a weight that you're comfortable at but don't overdo it just for the sake of uh the dots because the same day weigh-in like i understand if it's not the same day weigh-in but it, it, it to me i don't like that um steve you brought up before that there's a tier one and tier two to this and i agree um from the tier one do you think there's a person or a few people who can possibly squeeze into the top three? I don't think there's a tier one a, person who can, or tier two I, people who can get into the top. I don't think they can win. Uh, if I'm going I'm to say one.
2: Uh, well, I'm going to say one person that we just can't discount, and I think we need to put him in tier one. Is Dan Clements?
0: Yeah, I was. I was going to say the same yeah. person.
2: <clears throat> I don't think I. We put him tier two last time, and we can't do tier two this time nope. because we were too wrong. He is tier one now. Nice. If you're looking at numbers, very much Brandon, Ashton, and Bob are going to be the top three favorites, but Dan has is pretty consistent. Uh, the only thing he has a little bit is sometimes on deadlift. Honestly, deadlift is almost like if it's too easy, he has lockout issues because he he loses balance. It yeah. actually has to be like yeah, hard enough. Yeah, you're right. But after Stay the VA it. Pro, Dan has to be tier one with Brandon, Ashton, Bob. Um, do I think he has the same top end? Like if everyone had the absolute perfect day, no, but he has to be tier one based off of the fact that he very well could place top three and it wouldn't be a shock by any means. As well as I think he's separated from that tier two. Like that next that next tier he's separated from.
0: Yeah, I agree with and that. And his training's
2: one. only going better. His training's yeah. only going better. He just hit a really yeah. good five, sixty hundred five hundred and sixty pound squat, literally called out six hundred is coming. Um, he had a 683 by three deadlift that was a PR, so it's only going better. He had sure. more like if you're looking at the VA Pro, squat and bench were third attempts, but deadlift that 705 was kind of easy.
1: Yeah, well,
2: it was. It was not that hard. Now I don't know if he can necessarily grind out a deadlift though. It might be one of those things where it just kind of always looks easy. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, he was pulling that based off of what he was needing to pull in position. I, I mean I think he could 720 ish wouldn't shock me. Um and that pulls him. I mean, I've got him 578, 363, uh, 720 for a 580-ish dots, which puts him right within, like, 10 dots points of what I think, like, Bob Ashton and Brandon's top end is. So he goes 9 for 9 and they miss any list. Boom. He's all he's all of a sudden passing some of them.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I'm in agreement there. That was a guy I had picked. Um, I mean, really, after the Virginia Pro, like, he's the lowest – key lifter maybe aside from jared martin on this list right now like he doesn't do a lot of whole social media stuff he has the accolades to back it up but yeah i could see him within a top three i'll be rooting for him i mean you know of course i'm gonna be we're gonna be um competing for a podium position as well just if if the cards fall in the right place but you know if it's not me i'd uh, that's the guy I want. Uh, I want a game day athlete to sneak into the top three. I want to break up the potential uh, craft craft dynasty, craft empire that's going to be at the Arnold Pro Finals. And I think Dan Clements, if I had to bet on it, even though I'm on the same team, I would take him to actually get into that top three spot um, and do that. And possibly, you know, with bad meats from other people, get himself into two and, and actually... Uh, you know, get some people nervous, uh, going into deadlifts. So yeah, Dan Clements. The only thing,
2: the, the, I mean, this isn't a huge thing cause I don't make it, I don't think it's like a massive weight difference, but I'm going to assume he doesn't cut again. Yeah because he's going to want to not mess with American records, which we're going to see from some other people too, that they're just going to not cut and go into both their normal weight class because they don't want to mess up American records. So could that affect his dots a little bit? Maybe like he, he maybe could be even more, or maybe he will cut because since there's more money on the line. Um, I don't know. I don't know the answer to that one. Maybe he will cut because there's money and it, it matters a little bit more than the VA pro we'll see. But yeah, mm. uh, he's on. I mean, he's, 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 we got to see him and Morgan go head to head again before I can say Dan's the best 66 or 67 and a half kilo in the world. But based yeah. off of that VA pro performance, it's going to be hard to say he's not. Mm-hmm. We, we got to see that head to head though.
0: Yeah, you're right. You are a hundred percent right on that. And, um, you know, and he, he has been active too. I mean, the Virginia pro, uh, we also have to bring up that it's close in proximity. Now I've, Celine Crumb has made me change that opinion where, you know, competing too close to each other is a bad thing. Um, I've been seeing some good things happen from him, mainly her, but I'm actually starting to see the benefits. So um maybe that doesn't have an effect on him and uh when it comes to the the pro finals. Um all right, so I guess it would be the rest of the tier two. Um I I mean, this, I think it's very close between all lifters, but someone who I kind of want to lead with, Jared Martin, are we allowed to, to lead with yeah. him?
2: Because, I mean, I can, I can say the, the, the things I've been told. I, I wasn't yeah. told that that was secret. Looking at tier two, you probably wouldn't have minute. Like tier two looks like Angelo Sean and Joe Borenstein, but Jared Martin's in it too. He wasn't going to do the Arnold, but because of the trickle down, he got an invite, and apparently training is going so well, he's like, let's do it. I heard through the grapevine, he hit an 800 for five set on squats.
1: Mm. Uh, Now, (laughs) I haven't seen the set.
2: Maybe he reps reps high for rep work. Maybe he's disproportionately good at rep work. I don't know. I can tell you, I know I've heard his, his goal for this year on squat and deadlift. And he he would be looking like he could be the 120, 125 king over Dennis Cornelius if he does what he's wanting to do. But yeah, he's worked his way in there. I mean, the numbers I've got, 845, 451, 845, because that, that 821 deadlift at Nationals wasn't that hard. And nope. we, we know kind of from circumstance, he wasn't super happy about that call. And obviously lost after that even though it was he had more than tank that's got him at like a 555 dots and that's right in there with angelo sean and joe i've got angelo sean and joe all around 560 to 570 so it's all it's all in the same spot i mean that tier two is is more competitive than i think people realize mainly because of jared and jared was a shock i knew we knew who he was but he was kind of a breakout last year's arnold Yeah, Um, when he won, when uh, when it was him versus Eric Lapointe, and I think he pulled over Eric Lapointe to win the the non Grand Prix pro meet. So yeah, yeah. Uh, and he hits lifts, so that that's also a big thing. He doesn't really have any kind of gimmicky lifts. He typically hits most of his lifts. So
0: I want to see that eight hundred by five yeah that's it. that's such a monster set like exactly. that's so ridiculous <laughs> to say 800 for five reps like i know my like i, I know like I my rep mitt. work i know my rep work for five like that's that's just so nutty 800 for five is i mean what <laughs> you're you're good for 920 on meet day right according to instagram. I, like if, if, if uh yeah if you go on instagram math you're good for 920 so it's just so amazing <laughs> um yeah i that, I'm leading with Jared here because like that uh, based on that alone really we know how good of a lifter he is we talked about him he's a very low key lifter he doesn't do a whole lot of stuff on social media um even at you know even at meets it's just he's there he's competing and that's about it that's all you're really gonna get from Jared and he does fly under the radar because of that because you know last year he was a breakout lifter and then it happens for like I say there's a lifespan. When you're when you have a really good meet at a uh, at a big time meet like nationals or the Arnold or Worlds, if you're a popular lifter, it lasts about a week. You get a week of people, you know, saying good things about you. You Get a week of you know reposts, um, and then it dies down. If you're not one of those lifters who are popular on social media, you get like two days, and that's it. People forget about you immediately because you're not constantly posting stuff, and that's kind of what happens to Jared at every meet. You. He's he's great, but you forget about how great he is because he's not as active as other people. Um, all right. So Do we just like I,
1: not talk about Angelo? Like, do we just skip talking about him? Like, I don't you know. Guys could if you want? Well, no, we're
2: coming to him. <laughs> Angelo picked Jared Martin probably because picked... Angelo wanted to skip himself. But <laughs> no, yeah.
0: no, I didn't. The, the other... I didn't. I'll... Let's
2: l- well, let's get we into the Angelo Fortino. I want
0: to talk about Noriega.
2: And... Yeah, Angelo, Sean, and Joe are the other one in that tier. Angelo. Has hit some really big training numbers. Dealing with a little bit of back pain right now, though. I feel like deadlift still has been trending really well. We know bench has been the best it's been likely since the Arnold in 2020.
0: 2020. Yep.
2: That was a while ago. I, I had, so I mean, my predictions, I had squat based off of what you, did you hit six... You hit six sixty one recently, which is a training PR. Or wait, no. Isn't you just hit six sixty one. That's a it's well, ties no, it's, training and meets yeah. so. It moved super well though to where I I figured you had six seventy two to six seventy eight on meat day, but this is my prediction. Based off of what I'm seeing on the discomfort with the back, I wouldn't be surprised to see you maybe be a little bit more conservative on squat to save it for deadlift. So I wouldn't be surprised seeing like 661 instead and just kind of like taking the win of matching what you've done. 375 on bench, getting that in the cards finally, and then 800 on deadlift uh, and, and securing the bag on that deadlift finally, which would be, I think, an 830 total. I think an 830 total is very doable, and if you do 830, that's huge. Even regardless, if you're not coming in 100% with a little bit of a back tweak, that's a huge day to go 830.
0: Steve, I want to start off by saying, how fucking dare you say anything about my back? You didn't message me once. You didn't DM me at all. So I want to apologize right now, because even though it's 100% accurate... You don't know this. You didn't DM me prior to you recording this,
1: so... I
2: didn't need to DM you when you sent me the jerk-off video. You were holding <laughs> the back because I was
0: hurting too much. Come
1: on! I, I have a job! <laughs> oh, my God.
0: Why were you we gonna go there? I thought you were just gonna at least go to me fucking walking up my squat like an old man. Every time um. I squat now, I fucking grimace in pain. Um, but, I mean... Yeah, uh, that's... I thought
1: I was just okay. how you walked out your squad. <laughs> not, you
0: did it, denied. <laughs> You're right. I, yeah, that's a good point. I did it. <laughs> God <damn> it Steve. <laughs> I was expecting something else there, and you, you went you went with that one. To be you fair
1: can't though, tell, you...
0: you can't tell pain off that, though. What? What, Solana? Let's revert to this, I this say, conversation. I guess I feel
1: like... I feel like you hide it well. Like I thought you just squatted like that. Like, I didn't know you were in pain. I thought it was just your face. Yeah, it just me-
0: the
2: pain. Just the pain was after you racked it. You yeah. stood there and didn't move for a second.
0: Oh no! It's it's actually been about eight weeks, and after like that three hundred squat, every squat is hurt. This prep really uh, with my QL. Not trying to dive too deep in just my own training here, but it got tweaked when I went to flats um that kind of fucked with my squat just a bit like it was kind of the same time and I think that's when I started squatting a little higher which with squat confidence is not quite there because um yeah I I don't I'm not too convinced with my squat depth right now um and the flat thing is funny because where I think like we're going to talk about Noriega where I think he overthinks to his own detriment I underthink and don't think enough to my own detriment because I just forgot my heels one day. And I was like, fuck, I got to squat in flats. And it felt good. I'm like, let's just squat in flats. And yeah, like it it did kind of mess with my movement pattern a bit. But training's been okay. Um, Just trying to not air out any of my frustrations. I'm just going back to last year and like it's way better than that where it was 10 weeks of suck and i had a good squat session on one of my lifts and you know it kind of like got me back into competing and you know building my confidence but deadlift doesn't hurt bench doesn't hurt arnold last year every single lift hurt and it's going better than that at least so that's I see, good.
2: I see no, that's good. I see no reason you can't go 830. Or that be in the well, realm of possibility. the goal and if going you go, into
0: the meet, if I want to say this, the goal going into the meet was potentially taking the American record total. Um, I really wanted to do that. And now with my squat kind of losing his confidence, um, you know, that's, uh, I, I don't know if that's exactly in the cards it could be. I mean, last year I was in a lot of pain for my squats with my hip not able to go over a whole lot over 600 consistently, and then we squatted a PR, um, and it moved really well. So I'm hoping, fingers crossed, I just, nothing hurts next week, and I squat 305, and I'll do a fucking backflip if that happens, because then it's in the balance, that I could go for the American record total, which is my goal. But really, for this meet, it's, um, you know, first off, want a podium, and if there's a situation where... I think I can only podium if, you know, Petrie or Ash or Bob slip up and, you know, none of these other guys ball out. Um, we can get into like a 5.67-ish dots range and get myself into the top three. That's the goal. If it's not there, you know, we can uh, pick off some, some records potentially. Uh, but if I'm being completely Pat. honest, well, what are you going to say, Steve?
2: I was going to say, goal is a big enough total that Russ puts you back on the TVs at Corrupted.
0: Yeah. There we go. Yeah, I mean, I was, because people are like, because at the A30, you know, passing Jamar and being number two is not really a big goal of mine, just because it's number two, right? Like, I've been number two for a little bit, and it's not that big of a deal to me. Um, If I PR my total, I'm going to be happy. It's just, uh, seeing all the cards play for deadlifts and then throw on the deadlift that I need to possibly podium or get a total that I'm satisfied with that we can hit. If I'm being honest, though, my big thing going to meet was competing against Sean Noriega at 82 and a half, and he is not doing 82 and a half, and I'm still really pissed off about that. Um, competing with Gruden last year was awesome. It was great because we were in the same weight class. We had the same, around the same total. It- you know, brings more eyes. And you know what? I'm a competitive person. I still remember what he said about me on the 2020 YouTube he did that he just called me a deadlift hero, and that's all I was. I know he was being a joke. We have a lot of respect for each other, but this would be the most time we would be like actually going head-to-head, face-to-face, and him not cutting to two and a half takes away that from a little bit. And also... Yeah, I'm not happy about it. And also, I don't like the reason why. I know you have a rationale on why you should do it. Joe, my coach, agrees with that rationale, and I don't like that rationale. It just makes no sense to me. You're going to have an opportunity at the record, record, no matter what meeting he does, because, yes, he will. Uh, He will have the opportunity. I do know that. (laughs) He is the best. If he is not close to the record on bench, what the hell is he doing? And then if... If he thinks he can beat Russ without benching an American record, that he has to break himself, he's crazy. Same thing with my it's deadline. Not,
2: it's, not, I could, it's not just benching enough to beat Russ. It's all three attempts. If all three attempts like, could be American records, you have so many safety nets.
0: Y- yeah, you have that, but... Still, like you're going to have Sean
2: does, but but Sean doesn't care about like the Arnold fight. He just cares about nationals. Yeah, I know so that's what pisses of that. me
0: off. <laughs> that's what pisses me off. He doesn't care about the Arnold finals. I'm sorry, I'm not Russ or he. I'm sorry, I don't have a headband on. I'm sorry, I don't have the smile. But you know what? I'm a good competitor too, and he can be fucking motivated to compete against me. I, I, it doesn't. T- I guess it doesn't piss him off that I beat him in nationals. I'm just not Russ. But this is bullshit. I like. I want to compete against someone. Like, I'm, I'm gonna be competing against him. I'm gonna be competing against Joe Bornstein. But it adds more fuel to the fire because we care about the weight class. 82 and a care about our weight class. We don't care as much about the pro finals. And when I saw him, I'm like, dude, he's gonna sign up. Awesome. This is like Gruden. I had such a good time competing against him. I want to do that. That zone, that focus you get into, and it takes away a little bit that he's not in the same weight class. I'm doing it. I can. I can walk in 83 kilos. Each should too. How's this training going? By the way. Yes, Solana. <laughs> Solana.
2: <laughs> Solana. <laughs> Solana. <laughs> How's
0: this training going? We already we already know what I'm gonna do. I'm 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 gonna be silent. Yeah, I'm asking Solana. I wasn't asking Steve. How's you have to give analysis on this because I think it's going really well. I
1: don't know. I mean, his training is going fine. It's just, does that say anything about what's going to happen on me today? I don't know. But his training (laughs) is going pretty good overall from what I'm seeing lately. Steve, nothing? Not one word?
0: No, he never, he really never does. (laughs) I'm going to say this, though, because it's, he's, he's a hard guy to predict, really, I guess, um, with what he is in the gym. And also, he just hasn't been posting as frequently but one yeah. thing that's just in my mind, like, even as an 82.5 kilo lifter, um, even though he's not competing that, he totaled 825 while squatting 606. <laughs> that's – that is something. That is insanity. So I know that in the back of my mind, like, dude, he totaled 825 while squatting 606, squatting yeah. his opener. That is big. and be, And it's because – that deadlift is rocking right now. Like his deadlift looks on point, even a strap deadlift where I'm like, okay, the strap deadlift for me, I don't, you know, Steve can say, I mean, and see what have better answers for this because I'm not a coach. I have no idea. I'm like, sometimes a strap deadlift. I don't think that has great carryover just based on how he pulls it. Um, it looks way gets, better executed this time. Like he, he doesn't he look gets terribly notable, ugly.
2: He gets actual notable grip fatigue. Not just like hand tearing because like he's hooked grip. He actually gets notable grip fatigue. And that's why sometimes he misses lifts in the gym uh, on grip, but he never does on meet day. Cause once he tapers off that grip fatigue's fine. That's why over under was an issue for him. Grip, uh, he just, he would have grip. He would actually okay. legitimately have grip fatigue. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I agree. I mean, I'm not going to allude too much, but like the fact matters is not only did he only squat 606, he'd only trained bench for six weeks normally. He had spent a year screwing around doing bodybuilding stuff, which he's been. I'm not saying anything he hasn't posted publicly about me getting onto him for. He only trained for six weeks with normal benching without like doing three days a week of bodybuilding stuff and screwing up his bench press. So he's <laughs> been training bench press normal for the last two blocks now again, and back to hitting. I mean, he posted it. He's back to hitting 220 regular on bench. That does that translate to meat day? We'll see because regardless of. Sean's execution on meat day, no matter what, he could have the greatest execution in the world. But bench is always going to be a variable when you bench like that. You're yeah. you're subject to so many variables of refing and things like that, and grip. There's so many other variables that you, you he could have the greatest day in the world, and you don't know. So yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's it's it'll be the same as it always is. It'll be if he goes nine for nine, it would probably be a huge total. But he could very well go six for nine because of how he lifts and just the the risks that it entails of doing some of the stuff he does.
0: Yeah. I I agree with that and yeah again I'm really I'm putting a lot of um a lot of a lot of confidence in that deadlift. His deadlift looks fantastic
1: it is funny, and
0: man. I'm not saying I'm not I'm not saying strap deadlift is something he should do. I think his strap deadlift looks way better. Like at times he would, you know, when he was tagging me and stuff. I guess maybe he does have a a thing where he does like competing with me. Um but yeah, he would tag me in things or, okay. like you know. Oh he, he, would... no, he
2: does. He he cho- he chose his squat set today based off of what you did.
0: Good. That's good. Um uh, like
2: I just saw something on Instagram that's gonna be in our next section.
0: Okay. Uh, Alright, nice. I'm
2: like, shoon so... now it's not white lights, but Shun Jabril just deadlifted eight oh four.
0: But uh yeah, I, I I think his strap deadlift looks really good. And at times it just looked ugly, and I don't think it had a good transition to meet on on meet day. Um, I don't know if that's not white lights. I actually might white light that one. Um, but yeah, now on to the guy who can definitely surpass both of us, Coburnstein. Yes,
1: yeah, that Joe Borsi scene right the now. Center. I
0: actually, yeah, power ranking right now, I would put him ha- ahead of me and Sean.
2: I think that's very valid i mean he already had that huge beat with the 780 his training's only going better since then and that yep. 780 wasn't that hard
1: it was not like only he had that Delib more. was hard like that was our time yeah. but the rest was like i'm like yeah that was like a second attempt for both <laughs> squat and bench
0: well that's why he's so dangerous like he's kind of finding himself as a lifter and he's on that upward tick and he didn't have the uh He didn't have like the the downward tick that a lot of young lifters had like a lot of it's sink or swim like when you start getting a lot of that big total increase that you get um when you first start lifting and when you when you're just already naturally strong and you get there um into big competitions he he's used that momentum well and that's not always the case for every lifter and I I think he's figuring things out still, which is the most scary thing about Joe Bornstein. He's figuring shit out, and he just totaled he totaled what, seven eighty-five or seven eighty at that meet?
2: Seven eighty. Yeah. I've got him at seven ninety to seven ninety-two and a half right now. <sighs> which puts him right on the dot with where Angelo and Sean is dots wise. Yep. The only thing is Well, actually, I mean, Sean and Joe actually are going to be deadlifting maybe somewhat similar. Angelo's going to have the main pole. And it kind of depends, like, I mean, how much everyone is based off of their own lifting versus actually placing. Because it also, I mean, there's a lot of factors here, like are you going for actual placing? Are you trying just to put on your best total? Like if Angela's got a shot to hit the American record total, is he going to prioritize that over, uh, uh, trying to beat Sean and Joe think there's a lot of, there's a lot of weird things here because outside of like winning the meet, a lot of other factors go in once you get down in that tier two and tier three of like, what is the, the lifters actually care about? And, and we don't, we don't know. I mean, the only they know. So, mm-hmm. um, I'll, I'll speak for Angelo and say if he's got a shot for 8.42 and a half or 8.42, he's probably... Is that, I think it's 8.41 is the American record total or
0: 8.43? Yeah, I'm not sure. I just know we had the total I, over 8.40. I think, I think if you got a shot for American record total, yeah, of course. you're
2: ditching the rest of it and you're going for it. Yeah. Yeah, Where I mean,
0: I mean, Joe, that's... Yeah.
2: Here's what I'll say is Joe, I think, cares the most about placing.
0: He does. Um,
2: Within the meat.
0: Oh, I don't know. Um, I would say, I, I mean... It's more so what my range is as a lifter because at 840 meet would just be a dream meet, you know? So I'm obviously going to take the dream meets, and that should also help me podium as well. But if it's like 845, I actually still might take it if it's 845 to get me in the third. But if it's something like 847, 850, it's like now you're just reaching for something that isn't there. And we still pick lifts. Here's a that question. Thing we could hit. Subtle.
2: We need the opinion now, so based on what happens, it can it can be clarified. Sean's not cutting the eighty-two and a half. So if he out totals you, but you out dots him, who wins? What do you mean, me?
1: I mean, in this, me the dots wins.
2: <laughs> well, I know it does. And I, um, I'm not even arguing for myself. I'm not even trying to say if Sean out totals a win. I'm saying what if if Sean outtotals Angelo, but Angelo out dots him. Angelo, if you only care about eighty two and a half, what do you consider that
0: a win? Yeah, yeah. It's 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 a win. It's just more so like he he's not doing it at eighty two and a half, and he could easily do that. It's more just the simplicity of competition because I, I'm fully expecting him to out-total me. I, I, I would hope he would if he doesn't have to cut it all. Like, wouldn't like that be kind of the guaranteed thing? And, and then th- then it becomes a dots thing. I just think if we both come in at 82.5, like we wouldn't have a whole lot of weight advantage over each other anyways. It would just be strictly based on total. Um, And that total that we can both go after – if I'm good for the American record, possibly, and in that range of eight thirty eight forty, we all know Sean is too. So we could both get top three with a sick ass dot score, and uh, you know walk away we'll walk away with you know some money and possibly an American record total. Or you know Joe Bornstein just beats our ass <laughs> outright. On it, and it doesn't even matter. We have the American record or uh, uh, these, these great totals at our weight classes.
2: But, okay. all right. Yeah. Well, um, we want to talk about. So, we've got that's the finals, but then yeah. we've got the weird thing that we've got the separate pro meet, and we do have some people in that separate pro meet yeah. that may place higher in the final than the people in the finals. I mean, the yeah. most notable one has to be Jonathan Hill yep to where if he was in the finals we would be talking uh, probably about I mean it, it's hard he doesn't post his training much so it's really hard to get a good idea of kind of where he's at he's not I saw he posted squat and bench a little bit so a little bit more of idea there he does tend to peak really well hasn't really been posting much on deadlift, so it's hard to kind of get a grasp but I mean if we were talking about him in the finals we'd definitely be talking about him in that tier two with Angelo Sean mm-hmm. uh, Joe and Jared for sure maybe even having potential in the tier one, if we had a little bit more of an idea, but him for sure. Chris Perez is in that conversation. Gerald Scott, uh, who seems to be healthy now. It looks, some, some of the, it, it's really hard because he doesn't post much of like the top end stuff. It's mainly the rep work, but I'm really excited to see what he does. And then you've got a Nas too. A Nas mm-hmm. would likely be in that. I mean, I, I, if we could see a Nas versus Joe would be an interesting meet. I don't, I think Joe likely based on what i know anas is going to do joe is definitely shooting for more but that is a as a preview i mean i i think very well we're trending towards like a joe anas uh perk three-way battle come nationals
0: yeah that's a very good point there and i would agree with you as far as the people getting in top five for me as a competitor i am looking at chris perez and gerald scott just in the 82 and a half because I think they have a definite potential to go well over 800. And if I slip up, like I'm not one of those guys who has that guaranteed 820 to 830 total. If I slip up, they beat me um, on total. And that's something yet you know, that's sticking in the back of my mind. And I know they had the potential there to get there. But John Scott, or not John Scott, John Hill is my guy. Like, I, I think... With with the guys we mentioned in that Tier 2, like you said, me, Sean, Joe, Jared Martin, he's right up there with us. Right up there with us. Like, he, he can be in that position there. And um, Anas can be too, right? If if Joe Bornstein is going for a 790 total, um, Anas has got to be eyeing that down. That's something he has got to look at because that's going to be the matchup at Nationals. is um, Joe Bornstein, Anas... Austin Perkins. Hopefully, if Eric Lapointe heals up, prayers up too. Eric Lapointe, that was a real bad injury. He had to drop out of this meet. Um, so yeah, and
2: then and then we've got too the fact that like we're we're gonna we're gonna for. Placing here, we're going to do two different placings. We're going to do the finals placing, and then we're going to do all pros because there's the point series. Point, If, if you don't know, the point series is all pros. So it's the finals combined with the pro meet, combined with the amateur winner, all off of dots. Rondell and Keenan could potentially out-dots everyone.
1: Yep. Yeah.
2: And if people didn't know, there is a caveat to the pro. To, so there's the pro qualifier for men and women. The, the, the winner gets a pro card. There is a caveat, if people didn't know. If you total a 575 dots as a male or a 550 dots as a female, even if you don't win, you get a pro card. So Rondell and Keenan very likely can both get pro cards, and both will be in the pro standings within all of this, which is very interesting.
1: It is. It's the Rondell and Keenan rule. I'm very happy about it.
2: Yeah. I mean, we all are. No no one can complain about Ron, trying to get Rondell and Keenan in a pro card. We're going to talk about it in a bit. They're, they are having some hiccups, but we'll get to them in a bit. Do we have anything else we want to cover before getting to predictions or placings? Nope. We can just go right Bork, to
1: it. Bork is my teammate, so I'm going to give Connor a shout out because he has a Oh, yeah, we intro. didn't. Only, shit. We did not yeah. talk about him. We <laughs> didn't. All.
2: Fuck. Yeah. Well, we got Man, Lorenzo I Barnes how and how going. <laughs> Yeah,
1: feel bad about yeah, that. Yeah, Connor hasn't, hasn't posted
2: base. much. We got Lorenzo Barnes Never as well. Does in the finals uh, they're definitely on the outside looking in uh, well-deserved, but they're probably, they're going to have a really tough time probably breaking into anything above ninth and 10th based on kind of where I see them at. Like they could, like if someone has a really big of a flop meet um, especially Connor can maybe jump a couple spots, but mm-hmm. um, so yeah. All right. I'll lead it off. I'll make predictions. Go. Okay. So I'm going to go, well, we'll all, I'm going to do both. So first, for the finals, I got Ashton winning it. I got Bob in second, Brandon third, Dan Clements fourth, and Sean in fifth. And then for all pros, so everything combined with the assumption that I believe Rondell and Keenan get pro cards, I got Ashton, Bob, Brandon, Rondell, and then Keenan. I actually had Rondell first. I had him first. And then he... uh, we're going to talk about it. He apparently got a little bit of a back flare up and then he got sick. So training has been, it's not been bad, but it's been a little iffy. Uh, so that's the only reason I bumped him down, but I actually had, I think Rondell, if he, if he, if he comes in a hundred percent, he may out dots everyone.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. We all know that. We all know that what Rondell can do. Um, so I'll do it for the pro finals. Um, I got Bob, Ash, Brandon, Dan, and Joe Bornstein.
1: Okay. I am going first place, Bob. Second place, I'm picking Brandon. Nice. Third place, we're going to Ashton. Fourth place, I also have Dan Clements. And fifth place, Angelo. All right. What do y'all
0: you, you have? have for the All-Pros? Um, I'll, I'll go first on okay. that one. Well, if I'm picking Bob, I have Bob, then Ash, then Petrie. And I hate to... You know what? I'm going to go Dan Clement fourth, and then Rondell Hunt fifth. Okay. Just because, game day. That's the only reason why. <laughs> game day. Well, I mean, yeah. That, uh, also, Rondell, though, like, I don't know much about, like, Rondell and Keenan kind of are not mysteries in the sense you don't know what they can do on meet day, but not as much as the other guys who we compete with regularly.
1: All right. I'm going to go Bob. This is hard because I have like the numbers so close. Oh, okay, Bob, um, Rondell. Oh shit. Alright. <laughs> Brandon. Keenan. Ash. Alright. Pro women.
0: Alright, yeah, that took a long time. <laughs> but <laughs> <Yeah>. you know, <laughs> That took a really long time to get those pro men done. I and we have to do amateurs as well. Um,
2: yeah, well, amateurs will be quick, but you know yeah. what's not quick?
0: What, Steve? I don't know. I didn't have a lead in. <laughs> oh, you I, didn't know. Have I thought I thought You're it was gonna be. It. I, I thought it was gonna be you after seeing CB in some Leflard Bros apparel, because you would definitely I, be I, quick I got if got that's it. the case. Yeah, you, yeah you, that's we, true. We, we know you'd be uh, the quickest trigger in the West if that was the case. Especially
2: yeah. on his birthday coming up in March. If it was his birthday on March 14th, for sure.
0: Yeah, talk about March Madness, am I right? CB in the yeah, birthday oh. suit and you quick on the trigger. So, Left Floor Bros, the best merchandise in powerlifting. Ladies and gentlemen, go to Bros. com and get yourself the best gear in powerlifting. Look good on the platform, off the platform, in the gym, outside of the gym. Use that promo code two WL fifteen to save yourself some money. They'll make you look good from head to toe. You'll see some new Lar Bros socks never before seen on the platform. I don't think I am making quite the claim there. Actually, Delco Jesus might have uh might have worn it before me, but I'm gonna think that I'm the first one to wear these Lar Bros socks on a platform. Use that promo code two WL fifteen or fifteen. It's a lot of fifteen to save yourself some money on Lar Bros merchandise. All right. Now on to the pro women. You know, we've talked about the men's side. I think the the class in tested powerlifting is the men's side um, in the U.S. APL. And potentially, IPF has the female side. But this is still an incredibly compelling matchup on the female side. And the reason why is because I can't pick a lifter that I – if you told me to make a bet, this lifter is going to take it all. I have – One of my favorites, but still, like, conceivably, I think that other lifters can win. So I think it is Celine Crum, Gabby Martinez, Sam Calhoun, and with the potential of, yeah, I'm going to add in Jen Thompson. Jasmine, Jasmine, and Jasmine,
1: Jasmine. (laughs)
0: Well, Jen Thompson, too. uh, Well, we're going to get to our positions. I actually
2: have
0: Jen Jen Thompson is my person who could possibly get in the third.
2: Yeah, I think those five have to be tier one. Yeah. Uh, Now, Celine Gabby, and that, I mean, maybe Solana, maybe you got a DM today since we're not reaching out to people to try and ask them about body weight every single time. Do you have an idea of where Sam's at? Because that's the that's always the biggest question mark. Because one of the issues of the VA Pro is since she was at a higher body weight, it was tough. It was going to be tough to beat Celine because she wasn't in the same position like she was last year at the Arnold where she was at a lower body weight. So her dots is in, or at, at nationals where her dots gets a, a big bump. Uh, that's my big question there. Because if she is at a lower body weight, then it is really darn close with Celine, Gabby, and Sam. If she's at the same body weight as the VA pro, I probably put Celine and Gabby as my one, two favorite with Sam, Jasmine, and Jen all very much having a chance based on how the day goes.
1: She will not directly tell me. She refuses to. (laughs) But I will say, whenever you see Sam posting 20K steps a day, like she's cutting. And she posted that like two weeks ago for like multiple days in a row. And that's exactly what she posted when she did Mega Nationals. So I'm like, I have no doubt. She's cutting. Don't know what yeah, the numbers and gonna she's, be,
2: but yeah. What was her? She dots eight. She dots five fifty 550, five fifty two, which is right at where Celine just dots for the VA Pro. So yeah, it's got to be. I mean, Celine, Gabby, and Sam just like kind of like Brandon, Ashton, and Bob have to just be a complete coin flip. Uh, and I think Celine's gonna be the favorite coming in because of the momentum she has, and I think it's rightfully so because she doesn't miss lifts anymore. Yeah, she does she doesn't not miss. miss. She does not miss. If yeah. she just hits, if she just hits what she's already hit, she's going to put the pressure on everyone else because she's just going to hit her nine lifts. It's going to be really tough. But the person who has the momentum right now, though, is Gabby.
1: Mm-hmm. It's insane. Her training
2: is going off.
1: And the only thing I wonder too is like, does anything happen when she cuts? I know she has to cut into his meats. She's just mentioned in general, like, oh, I had to cut. So I don't know about how much, but just looking at her numbers right now, like she just squat at 418. It looks like it was like an opener. <laughs> and I'm like, your last meet for twenty-four is when she hit three third. Four eighteen looks like an opener. I'm like, oh, this is disturbing. She hits uh two fifty-nine by three on bench press. Her best performance two sixty-four. I'm like, what? And then we, we saw 490. Yes, we had some up and down, but Gabby, she can hit lifts on the platform. I'm not concerned that she can't clean that up. That was like a month ago, I think. So just wondering what will happen when she does cut, if that will lead to any sort of loss of strength on meet day. But I have her hitting, I have her totaling around 1194 to 1200, um, which puts around like a 559, 560 dots. I have Celine. At 5.56 dots, just chipping her lifts, like each one by two and a half kilos. And then Sam's a question mark. I just I just had her, I assumed the weight of Megan Nats, because I saw the 20K steps. And with that, Sam hit a 5.52 dots, and I don't know how training is going, but that's still very close. There's a lot of question and marks. One so interesting thing, too. In either. I asked one
2: him. thing interesting here is they're all the same. Celine, Gabby, Sam, and Jim would all be the same weight class.
1: Which is even more fun.
2: Well, that oh yeah, yeah. is a kind of weird thing because that sixty to sixty seven and a half is a big gap. Celine's more of a natural sixty-three. Sam's more of a natural sixty-three. Same with Jen. Gabby's more of a natural sixty-seven and a half. So Gabby's probably I mean, I've got Gabby out totaling all of them by a decent amount, but if we're looking at dots and body weight, that's where, yeah. I mean, knowing Sam's likely cutting, they're all right at five fifty. That is really, really close. Uh it's going to be tough to predict Celine. I feel like it, well, she, well, she hasn't posted on her list, but it's going to be hard to predict her to have a ton over what she did at VA pro. I mean, VA pro pretty much, I think she matched total from what she was at the CPT. So maybe she chips that a little bit. I've got her chipping deadlift a little bit. Cause I, she's always seeming like she can grind out two and a half more kilos. Um, yeah. I mean, that one just comes down to, uh, variables. Uh, I mean, Gabby has had some issues in the past with third deadlifts. Uh-huh. Uh seemingly Sam never had issues, but then had some issues at the VA Pro. Albeit I think there was just I mean, she never misses a squat and she missed that. And I think that kind of forced her to have to reach on deadlift a little bit. Um yeah, that'll be interesting. And then Jasmine and Jen, they're kind of on the outside looking in. Jasmine's tough to kind of get a, a read on since she doesn't really post too much. Jen's training's going super well though. And she's back down in body weight. She posted she was 144. She weighed 143.3 at national. So I assume she's back there. Training's going super well. Considering how long she's been competing, it's insane that she's still progressing. I know. And like hitting like an, I mean, I think, I mean, part of it's because, because of the weight class change, she's gone up in, in weight, which because I think she was trying to have to kind of hold herself down at 63. So it's given her kind of like a little bit of new life, being able to kind of have a little bit more weight. But, yeah, her training seems like it's been going super, super well.
1: I just want to say Jen Thompson maintains 63 kilos for over 20 years competing. I just want to say that out loud. Over 20 years. 22 yeah, that's years, actually. actually.
0: pretty ridiculous.
1: <laughs> so if you want to hear more about that, check out the Powerlifting Podcast. <clears throat> Anyways, so. <laughs> but, no, real talk. Um, Her, her lifts are her looking really good for Jen, even though she's not posting a lot of them. I know her lifts are going very, very well. I know her body weight is down, which is going to be really good for her. Also, you may sound like Steve that Sam missed a deadlift at BA Pro. She did not.
2: Okay, okay. never mind then. She just missed a squat?
1: Yeah, just one squat. She made eight for nine. Okay. <laughs> got it. Um, got it.
0: Buzzer. It's all
1: good. I got it. If it's Sam, You're I know, I know what she hit. <laughs> We need to. Jasmine is always my question mark. So I want to go back because, Steve, you made a note in here mm-hmm. that Jasmine, mm-hmm. like, had to really push the squat and, like, her depth was an issue or something. And, yes, sometimes she does squat high sometimes. But I will say at the VA Pro, she had so much more in her squat, and they made a mistake at the table and didn't get her to the table in time. So she only got a two-and-a-half kilo jump for second and third. And it was, like, an RPE, like, second. Yeah, what? Wait, what I'm, not it? It was, I'm not saying
2: it was – I'm not saying it was – I'm not saying it was a difficult squat. I'm saying it's hard because she tends to be borderline on depth. And so she tends to get a lot of depth calls where she's never really pushed her squat because she's been re- kind of relied on the fact that she's having to make sure she hits depth.
1: Okay. Well, I'm hoping depth is on an issue, but, like, I want to see what Jasmine's Squat can do because it was, like, the easiest squat third times I've ever seen in my life. And that was 435. Yeah, 435. I put her down for 451, and I'm hoping without any dev calls, like, I'm undershooting it. That's my hope. We'll see.
0: Yeah. Um, I see you said it's going to come down to the variables here, and that's what I'm looking at. Um, but if I could just throw the spotlight on Celine Crumb right now, This would be one, I mentioned it on the year-end awards with Celine and I believe with the Virginia Pro as well. This would be, like, one of the best wins in powerlifting in recent memory if she is able to win the Pro Finals. And right now, I know Gabby is the one person I'm really looking at that could potentially take that from her because of how good her training has looked. Um, Sam Calhoun is more so consistency, not saying Gabby and, and the other two lifters, Jasmine Penn and Ken Thompson are not consistent, especially Jen Thompson. Ken Thompson has been super consistent recently. Celine, I just don't think she could lose this one just because of what it took to get there. A day before the Arnold, in her bio, it said USAPL Amateur last year. That was in her bio, USAPL Amateur. And now she is possibly the best pro in the USAPL. It's destiny. You got to win this one. It's the craziest like, journey getting there. And uh, I, I I, see, I'm, I'm closing my eyes, I'm envisioning it. Comes down to a third deadlift, and Celine Crum can grind a deadlift for days, and I see her grinding out a deadlift to win it.
2: Well, she's going to grind out the deadlift, and then Gabby and Sam are going to have a chance to pull.
1: Exactly, and I agree.
2: <laughs> yeah, C- Celine is going to probably deadlift less than them. They're both going to have a chance, but I'm in agreement. I I can't pick against Celine at this point.
0: And this is the first time I think. Uh, I'm picking against Sam Calhoun in the history of this podcast. I would like to point that out. Could be bad journalism, but that would be the first time I think I've ever done it. Someone check the Virginia Pro. I'm about to really say,
1: I don't remember. Check I'm going it really quick. To go back in my. Really I got it. I'm pulling, <laughs> got it. I'm pulling it
0: up. Pull up <laughs> the records because that would be. I might have said that on the last podcast too. I know. Like, i just think, yeah, feel you, like this
1: is. Incorrect. I was.
0: Yeah, I was the
2: only one that picked Celine. Okay, you are correct. So there we go.
0: So oh, okay. I, I, From yep. my recollection, I have not picked against Sam ever. Um, I mean, and, but even during Virginia Pro, it's like, Celine Crum, like, okay, I really it was a, her doing the Carolina primetime that I was like, I, I'm going to give the advantage to Sam here because you're doing meets in close proximity, but unbeknownst to me, that works for Celine Crum. She is able to do me in close proximity and actually get better. Um but I, I uh, Gabby if we're talking about competitors here and a motivated competitor, she definitely wants to win herself. I think all these lifters do, but he's has that competitive edge and um well-rounded too. Like she can she she's not one of those specialist type lifters. Like all of her lifts can get her out of a sticky situation. And then we know that consistency with Sam Calhoun is one of those listeners where I kind of run out of analysis because one doesn't post a whole lot. And two, we've seen, we've done so many previews of her meets that we, I don't have much more to say. Um, her missing a squat at Virginia pros was like that, that, that was a shocking thing. And then you got Jasmine Penn and Jen Thompson Um be- between those two, very close as far as possibly breaking into the top three, but Jen Thompson Jen Thompson has, like, seemingly found some sort of gear that is not known in powerlifting. I think right, like,
1: like she made what it for gear?
0: <laughs> I don't know, I don't know what, I don't know, yeah, I don't know what gear, it's a Jen Thompson gear, like, I don't know what <laughs> gear it is, because it's not so much, he's like, oh, she found, she is now, uh, you know putting 20 kilos at her total at, at, at you know the, in her late forties, she's not doing that, but she's still being consistent and making those the small little PRs here and there. And that is not seen. I think maybe I I was gonna say Dave Ricks, which by the way I got crucified last time for putting in the same thing as Dave Ricks. Um, Why they're both because Steve's a prick. I don't know. Uh, oh
1: yeah, he's old. <laughs> it was just from whatever. Steve.
0: It was just from Steve. I'm like he's. An, the oldest guy that was competing at the pro, like, or the primetime sessions, and she's the oldest female competing at the primetime sessions, so I do think there's um a, a parallel there, but Jen Thompson seemingly hitting PRs where David Ricks he kind of like, he would hit the same lift. Still incredible, though, because he's like, I don't know, 80, and he was doing that, so still incredible, but uh, Jen Thompson is, uh, is on an upward tick at 49. She's 49, right?
1: Uh, I forget.
2: <laughs> I'm purposely letting crickets here so that Angelo
0: can just be wrong. Hold on. I gets. think I got crickets on this thing. No, I don't. Damn it. She got
1: it. actually
0: 49. 49. Fuck yeah. yeah! Take that, Solana <laughs> and Steve. Angelo's a genius.
1: <laughs> I didn't right. even toss down on to you about
0: it. <laughs> Shut
2: up, I, <laughs> I was just letting you sort that out and, on your own.
1: And I want to just real quick say, Steve on my podcast, Jen called herself the female version of uh Dave Ricks. So I don't think she'd be offended by Angela.
2: Alright. I wish she was, but
1: for
0: some reason, I, I don't know why this is such I probably can not share. I thought she was gonna say she was the female version of Steve DeNovi, and I'm like why would he say something? I don't know why my head went there, but I'm <laughs> like... Either. he's He's way stronger. Like, on total. So I don't, I don't, I don't know why that. he would even... Uh, it, was, uh, it was a very strange thought. I just imagined... <laughs> I just imagined Steven a wig test now. I don't know why. It okay. was a very strange Is thing. Is that
1: how y'all do the foreplay? Y'all be doing know. Uh, well, he's,
0: got, he's gotten... So, he's gotten... Well, you, got, like that, you, gotta, so. it, you gotta keep it... You gotta keep it... You gotta keep it, you know... New... He's got different wigs. <laughs> <laughs> we we changed between the two. All right. All right. Now, so, tier two? let's talk about the... Uh, uh Yeah, I guess... Which, by the way... Calling, <laughs> we did it with the men. I was included in this, so I actually can't say it. But calling lifters tier two is so fucking mean. But... Steve you know, what we're started. doing no? I it. I think it is. No, I'm, I'm okay with it. I, I think it's good, but <laughs> it's like... And a tier two lifter. like... Immediately being like, and yeah. we're not
2: calling them a tier two lifter. We're calling it tier two of the meat.
0: I don't think I. I I
2: well, someone wants to tell me to take offense and we need to change it, but no, I I feel like that's
0: don't exactly. Steve DM them and tell them that you're going to call them tier two. Okay, keep everyone informed. How many people we we got competing? fine. (laughs) good point. Good point.
1: Yeah.
0: So, well, yeah. I mean the the next tier.
2: Is Autumn, Demetria, Carly, Allison, and Jasmine Pepper? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it would be outside chance looking in for any of them to hop into that kind of top five because I think they're all kind of in that like five hundred to maybe five twenty ish dots. So it would it would take some slip ups up in that top, aka why we're calling it tier two because we see uh what what was the what was nationals? How do they say it? The natural break.
1: They yes. called it the yeah. natural
2: break for prime time. The natural break here is between Jen or like Jen and Jasmine is the natural break then to then Autumn, Demetria, Carly, Allison, and Jasmine. So uh, if anyone, I mean, I think probably of these, Autumn, Demetria and Carly have a little bit of an edge. I mean, Autumn just competed, Autumn and Carly just competed against Allison and Jasmine at the VA Pro Mm
1: -hmm.
2: um, and beat them. Demetria hasn't competed in a while, but Solana, if you wanted to allude to her training uh, and what your predictions are, I can tell you it's going really well. So I very much expect her to be able to to raise her dot score and, and be in that battle. So
1: yes, Demetria. Actually, I saw her two ninety seven today, so now I got to change my number. But uh, she hit two ninety seven. Move well. That's a big jump from her last meet. She hits. Ooh, 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 ooh. Uh, she had hit a really fast one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw it. Yeah, yeah. I was going to bench press um i probably missed some other benches but i saw 187 go really really fast with a short pause um but i do think she's probably looking at like hit, 203 did she hit 198
2: she's hit uh, she's hit 198 in a meet multiple okay. times in the gym she's that's hit 205 in the gym twice now in the last two blocks all right
1: that's why i put 203 maybe she can start or 203 yeah it 203 yeah yeah cool. and then deadlift deadlift seems like she's having a little bit of lockout issues, so we'll see what happens on meet day. Um, three, six, nine, she hit that three weeks ago. I saw her in the gym this weekend, we trained together, a little bit of lockout issues, so we'll see what happens, but I think she'll probably pull together on meet day. That's what I'm hoping for a deadlift. Um, but overall though, I have her at like five, six, no, 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 no. like a five twelve to like five fifteen dots. Which is pretty notable. Her last name was 503. so that's a big jump.
0: Yeah, I I would put. I mean, I, I guess the same treatment with Autumn is I don't know really what she's doing. I think I saw one close friend's post with Steve, and um, yeah, that's that's about it as far as like lifting goes. <laughs> I'll it say Autumn. Autumn's I'll killing say it. Aud- <laughs> Autumn's on a. I'm Autumn's on playing. a. Chair. Your female, no, you're female. i was like a rocket right ship. <laughs> Yeah, rocket ship. Another uh, take uh, two uh, for rocket ship. Are you doing the program Pro or is it someone else? Because powerlifters are like rocket ships, but yeah, VA Pro, what were you saying?
2: Well, I said VA Pro Prep went really well, and I was kind of I didn't really know if we'd get much more going into the Arnold, but it's it's going really well. Yeah. Squat's gonna be something dumb.
1: It Squat really is. is
2: nuts right now. Yeah.
1: Can I say yeah, no because I saw on Close Friends or no? Because I have no obligation I'll, to I'll answer say- coach. <laughs> I don't
2: care. <laughs> I'll i I'll say I'll say I posted on Close Friends. She hit uh four thirty yesterday and it, it legitimately looked like it a It
0: looked bomb. like a warm up. It looked, it's
2: it's, a, I saw I, a
1: four forty one squat, didn't I?
0: Like,
2: that was last ago? block and that was super yes. easy.
1: Yes.
0: Yeah, okay. it was yeah, I mean, you know how lifters say like it was last warm up and it's like it's good. That means it's a good thing, but that was last warm up. That was like actual last warm up, like you you see that in the warm-up room. So, um, yeah, I, the 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 Steve Denovi female lifters are, I think, on a very good uptick trend in their training right now. Like, I um, have a lot of confidence with them going forward. Carly Richard, though, is a lifter who I'm looking at. Kind of like, I guess there's a battle within the battle here as far as the natural break lifters go. Um, so I'm kind of looking at Autumn Green, Demetria, and Carly. Yeah. As those lifters. Um and I am not saying that Allison and Jasmine can't break into there, but um right now based on what I see, Autumn and Autumn, Dimitri, and Carly are looking really good.
1: I'm excited to yep. see Carly deadlift. I know that she just took what she needed to get her placement at the VA Pro, which is five twenty nine. Um but she hit 5'10 by 2 will move really well. I think she's got at least 5'40, 540, 5'45 for the deadlift. I want to see her go up on that. And then, besides yeah, that... I had, her at, was...
2: I had her at... I had her at 5'40, and she hasn't really posted much other than deadlifting, so it's hard to, like, get an yeah. idea. I think maybe bench, she posted something on bench, or maybe it was her bench moved really, really, It was
1: 2'45. No, no, no. It was 2'45, like, RPE 10, like, her soul left, and she got it. Like...
2: Okay, okay. Um... But yeah, I think she can add another 10 kilos, which will make it very interesting because I think Autumn's gonna add a decent amount. Demetri obviously hasn't competed in a while. They, they they're all gonna be really, really close for that kind of like six to eight spot, I think.
1: Very, very close. Do you have them closer yeah. than me? Because I honestly do have them like a like fifteen kilos apart. Well, you know what? I didn't adjust Demetrius squat up yet, but you also <laughs> I, have, I have some a big weird nap. You
2: have some weird dots that are calculating off of different body weights than I do. Because I already looked ahead to Maybe some other ones weight. too. And you have some dots that are very different than mine, even though we have the exact same uh, totals.
1: I Maybe mean, I messed them up. Maybe I did men. <laughs> no, I'm kidding.
2: Because, yeah, uh, like you've got Autumn at 532. Maybe you took her body weight from Nationals, because that would be correct. But she's not going to cut. She's going to be.
1: Oh, yes. That's so one
2: seventy two point six, what she did at the VA Pro is what she's gonna be, probably.
1: Thank you. Okay, so I'm not crazy. I just took some I just assumed she was cutting.
2: All right. <laughs> you got another one that's crazy though. I'll call out in a little bit that has to deal with one of my lifters too. But we'll get to that what? in a bit. Yeah, they're all, so if you if you adjust autumn, I think you're all gonna be like around like five twelve to five sixteen there. So Okay, cool. The person though the the super interesting person that is not in the finals. Avi Liu, who very well, if she was in the finals, could be top three. And I, I think when mm-hmm. I say that name, there's going to be a lot of people wondering who that is. And I think she's going to be the female breakout star of this meet.
0: Yeah, we, we talked about it on Nationals, too. And that was kind of like, I think we said the same exact thing. We had no idea who she was going into Nationals. Afterwards, we're like, holy shit, this is a really good lifter. And yeah, like that is um with the with the people not in the pro finals, I do think that she can uh, break in there and um, I, 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 I saw a list of other lifters. I, is Daniela Mello competing at this? Yeah.
1: Her name's I didn't the know list. that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I did posted, not know she, she was. was out. Yep. Oh,
0: didn't know that. Bad. bad journal. I guess really bad journalism, right? She did post. Yeah, you saw it. She's been on the yeah, list, I just so. flat out didn't notice that. I, mean, I just saw it, I saw it today. I'm like, huh, I, I did not know that. But Trap. yeah, Avila is looking really really good um very excited to see that and again do we possibly get uh one of these lifters I think yeah if it's John Hill on one side that can get into the top five I I think he's totally capable I think Avila is is right up there as well as a candidate
1: Mm -hmm. I just want to say something that I think is funny I met her two weeks ago at the Sacramento meet by game day and everyone called her Avi, and like we hung out and everything. And like then I came home and I like, looked at her lips on paper, I was like, "Oh wait, that's the the Avi <laughs> that I met." Like, <laughs> oh, like I I realized that after I got home from Sacramento. So I think it's hilarious, but she's very nice and she's very very strong. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, he is he is a beast, and it was it was um what we it was what we saw at at nationals that kind of really put her on.
1: All right,
0: but, you ready? Uh, yeah, we can do that. We can we can do some predictions. Solana's
2: training's going super well.
0: Yeah, I works. expect I've got you I've got you
2: lined up for like a 12 and a half to 15 kilo meet PR total.
1: Hey. Oh, you
2: put notes that out. me. Yeah, you just put I suck <laughs> on yourself. <laughs> yeah, also Solana put for her notes is I suck. I do like now she's-
0: I do, it's <laughs> actually really funny, I do like how, I mean, I think it's no It's no secret here that I just flat out don't have a note section on here, because I don't take any notes. No. Like, there's, there's notes, nope. a lot of notes. The first notes.
2: time you looked at it. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah, I looked at it uh, today. But it's always a fun surprise when you find out the people who are actually competing. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I don't know. I, it is it is the pro finals after all, and I was I was focused on the the finals lifter. Um, yeah, so all right, I'll
2: pick pro For- finals first place. I got Celine Crumb, second Gabby Martinez, third Sam Calhoun, fourth Jen Thompson, fifth Jasmine Penn. And if I'm taking all pros, I got Celine, Gabby, Sam Calhoun. Avi Liu. And then in fifth place would be the amateur winner, Christian Hazard.
0: Okay. Well, that's going to give a little lead into the amateur section. I am going to go Celine Crum as well. I'm going to go Sam Calhoun second, Gabby Martinez third, Jen Thompson fourth, and Jasmine Penn fifth. Okay. Oh wait! Do you want me to do the and also the pro? Uh, yeah, also do the pro. My bad. I I, I messed it up last time too. So yeah, Celine Crumb, um, Gabby Marti, or uh, not Gabby Martinez, Sam Calhoun, Gabby Martinez. I will also put Avila up there. And this fifth one is going to be difficult. I'm going to go Christian too because. Uh, yeah, we'll I mean we'll break it down next.
1: Okay. <laughs> I love how Steve put my number one. Um I want to choose that very badly. I am going to give Gabby first place. <sighs> so Gabby? Okay. Alright. I know, my heart's breaking. <laughs> but I'm gonna give it to Gabby because her list are just going off and I get to watch them. Um I'm going to say Sam for second, and then Celine for third. And then I'm going to say Jasmine, and then Jen. Okay. All right. All over. Yep, thank you. Copy and paste. So Gabby, first place, Sam, Celine. I'm going to say... I'm gonna go Avi, and then or should I go with this one? Hold on, one second, one second. Oh, oh, oh. I'm gonna give it to Jasmine. All right. I'm sweating. That was very difficult. I have to room with Sam. I hope she's listening to this until after. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she will. She's listening to this. No, no, she. Tends to push it off till after sometimes. To stay focused. Sometimes. Okay.
0: Well, alright. Now, Amateur Men. Yeah. Cover the Amateur Men, and God, I mean, we did expend a lot of energy here. The matchup of the weekend, in my opinion, <clears throat> is Keenan Lee for Shondell Hunt.
1: Just uh, because it's,
0: it's so head-to-head. I mean, is it really, like, the most obvious thing? Because you got... Fucking Brandon and Ash. I mean, not Bran- I mean Brandon, Ash, and Bob. But then Bob and Ash like that too is a fucking juggernaut okay, of well, a. I
1: meant like
0: that's like that's like two main two main you get on the men's side. Two main eventors you get on the men's side, and this one is really difficult to call. I have no idea where to go with it. Keenan Lee just competed, murdered it. Um, I mean, you know, the the stories were about Russ, but Keenan Lee was that lifter out of the South Korea meet, Rondell Hunt, and. Uh, Rondell Hunt needs to be released on to powerlifting. Free him. He needs to do his work. And this is the biggest stage we're going to see Rondell Hunt compete in, in. In in too long of a time. Not a long time. Too long of a time that powerlifting has been deprived of Rondell Hunt. And this is, I think, a perfect way to introduce him. I. And the thing is, I don't get to watch this one as closely as I want to, because I would just be going apeshit the entire time when these two compete, because they're just they're the perfect lifter too.
2: I think I'll get to watch. I'll probably get to watch the deadlifts because I'll be handling Christian, so maybe I'll get to run out for deadlifts. I might. They watch,
1: both They both had some hit. Some hi- ahead, yeah, there yeah.
2: you go. Get to commentate.
0: Hopefully, they it's live. Hopefully, we're not in a back room. It will be. Yeah, It will be. That's what we were last year. Yeah,
1: it's
2: okay. So they both had some hiccups, though. That's the only thing. I already mentioned Rondell had a flare-up of his back. He said after a 15-hour <clears throat> flight, it flared up a little bit. But, I think he's good. But then he got sick. I think he it was. it was either food poisoning or he just straight-up got sick. Either way, it's far enough out that I think he's fine because he literally just hit 765 12 and 865 five days ago
1: exactly after being so sick.
2: after being sick Built i
1: different.
2: think he's gonna be good keenan uh posted on his story that he strained his adductor
1: oh i, I don't ooh. know the
2: seriousness of it he yes, was I still can. lifting something notably heavy it wasn't like he was sandbagging his lifts but he also doesn't really post anything in tr- big stuff in yeah. training. But he did note that the adductor flared up a bit, but he seemed pretty confident it was going to be okay. But either way, a-, a couple little hiccups there. My biggest thing between these two is I think we have a pretty good idea what Keenan's going to do. He's competed twice really recently. He probably had a little bit more on deadlift from that meet. So if we just add a little bit more to deadlift, add a little bit more to squat, we have a pretty good idea where he's at. Rondell's a little bit more of a question mark since he hasn't competed in a while um at game day that squat seemed really easy Deadlift, he took a huge jump to 881 and missed it and i think very confidently he had probably 860 and maybe even 870 uh it's it's gonna be huge and the thing is i mean i can tell you at least rondell rondell doesn't care about just winning this he cares about winning Mm -hmm. the entire meet he
0: cares about
2: winning
0: he wants he wants to be he yeah, yeah. He,
2: wants he wants to beat to be, everyone.
0: He wants to beat Atwood while he's at it, even though Atwood's gonna compete almost a month later. He wants to beat everyone in powerlifting, and that's why powerlifting needs Rondell Hunt. We need to see him. We need to we need to drop the nuke. And Rondell Hunt could very well be that nuke. Um yeah, an inductor strain is a little bit concerning, I'm not gonna lie. Um That's that that fucks with a lot of things. Um I know my adductor acts up a little bit. Like, there's a, there's a worry there, but I never went as far as straining it. And I, that has affected lifters in the past. Keenan has a long flight to America. Not uh, a flight he's un, uh, that he's not used to. Um, I, I believe he lived in San Diego. Could be totally wrong on that. But I believed he lived in America uh,
1: right.
0: for a very long time or a uh, long enough time. So it's not something he's completely... Four and two. Um, hopefully, he can come back, recover, that would have an effect on him. What I do think might be having an effect on him is a bunch of these meets that he's doing. Uh, it's, it's a lot, especially for a bigger guy. And when I say bigger guy, um, just in the sense that he's packed as shit and he has got a lot of muscle on his frame, that can, I think, wear and tear around you a little bit. I think the smaller lifters can kind of handle it maybe a little bit better. So, yeah, that's going to be such a battle of titans i really hope the usa harnesses these two and is able to get meets for them just so they can consistently compete against you know bob ash petrie it's it's gonna be so good just so good to have them in the federation and compete i'm very excited about that and i'm also just liking the amateur roster this is Kind of my thing is, like, going through the amateur roster um, because, you know, these big meets, I I am involved in – last year I was involved in the Grand Prix, and I really enjoyed watching the amateur lifters. And this meet has fantastic ones. Marcus Adudu, Mark Frazelle, Kyle DeLeon, my boyfriend, um, Shun Jabril, um, Damian Morris, Neil Asano, Jacob Ramos. Very curious what he does in big. Devin Williams, um, Devin Williams, and, and said, uh, Primar, Primar two, the Hawaiian. I said, Hawaii Liu Liu
2: gonna, I said Avi Liu is gonna. I said Avi Liu is going to be the breakout star on the female side. Devin Williams will be the breakout star on the male side.
0: Guess, give Devin his that
2: credits. Thank you. It's unfortunate that he, honestly, it's unfortunate <laughs> him and Kyle DeLeon are going to be stuck behind Rondell and Keenan, uh, yeah. because one of them is going to win it. Uh, it it's I don't want to say it's wrapped up, but it's gonna mm-hmm. happen. That's okay. <laughs> yeah. Is. Uh. Hey, yeah, crazier thing. Kyle. Kyle is likely going eight hundred kilo Kyle plus. Power. Training yeah. looks great. Kyle oh, DeLeon. No, yeah. Eight
0: hundred
2: kilo plus at eighty two and a half. Devin Williams is going nine hundred plus, maybe nine ten to nine twenty kilos, if not even more. Uh, to where he he might be the one now. Well, it's gonna be inter- well, I guess Ka- I still don't know if Keenan Lee's gonna be allowed to compete at Raw Nationals, like in the weight class. Obviously, he can be a guest lifter. I don't know if he can be in the weight class if dual citizenship counts. That's still to be seen. Let's say Keenan's not in it. Devin's probably gonna be right there with like Wilson. I think. Like we, we we haven't really had that that person other than I mean it was Bob and uh, we're gonna see Bob and uh, Ash and uh, Devin. All be and and Wilson all be only compete against each other. I don't know. Devin, I think, going to have a, a massive meet there. So
0: yeah, uh, Devin, I think, should have had a breakout meet like a few years back. He's just kind of a low key guy, and um, you know, like I thought he would be in that conversation as far as young lifters go. I thought a lot of that spotlight went to guys like Weeds and stuff, and Devin Williams is just as talented. Uh, that guy deserves more credit for the lifter that he is. I think it's. A lot of it was because, um, you know, he competed at USPA, and he he didn't get that. uh... I would really like to see him at Collegiate Nationals or Junior Nationals um, to see it. I think he did it in 2021, I want to say. Could be wrong on that, though. But, yeah, big Devin Williams, I'm very excited to see. Kyle DeLeon, his training's looking great. Um, He's looking so shredded right now. That's the only thing I could see. What kind of did they own trans? Because he's a, he's a big, muscular guy. Like, he's big. I mean, he, he everyone knows he knows he's a, he's a big 82 and a half. So, I don't, I don't know about his future in the weight class. Um, but He's just so sure. He looks so damn good. I'm sorry. It's going to be less about his lifting and me just being like, every time I see him in the gym, like, he looks so fucking jacked. Um, and the guy I'm looking at closely is going to be Shun uh, Jabril. Um just posted an 800-pound 800, uh, 800 deadlift. A little bit of a soft lockout, maybe some up and down there. Um, but it's 800 pounds, 804, actually 804. And I thought that moved just as good as his 788. So the reason why I'm bringing him up, I mean, it's not just because of the deadlift record, because it, uh, that's incredible too. Um, but he's the deadlift specialist that can go. You know, like, Nick Manders doesn't have as competitive as a total. Ina, realistically, doesn't have that competitive a total. Coons doesn't have that competitive a total. Shun does. If he figures out that squat, I'm not talking about Shun in the sense that, oh, he's a good deadlifter. He could break into the top five. It just seems like he should, those legs on him, it seems like he could have a better squat. He's got a massive bench, so that's what's keeping him in things. Mm-hmm. I, I I always say, you know, like, if you're a deadlift specialist and you're good at these records, I understand, but your spotlight is not going to be on the open lifter. I'm going to give Shun more of a spotlight because he's a good lifter. He's got the total to back up his massive, massive deadlift. And that is when I fully focus on you. I think Nick Manders is next in line. Um, and, yeah, I think I think Ina could definitely work his way up. And Koontz, I think, has a long way to go as far as that total goes. But... Yeah, he can be He can be the guy that first breaks his 800. You know, I might have to be taking his record later in the day. <laughs> and it depends on what he pulls. I don't know if it's quite there for me because that was 804 he attempted today. So I'm just going to assume he he could pull 804 and I would have to go a chip higher.
1: It and I'm not scared.
0: Game. I'm not scared about that chip, Steve. I'm not scared about chipping it. I'll give you guys has- all the fucking chips. <laughs> oh, my God.
1: When it comes to oh, um, Shun... <laughs> so stupid. Oh, my God. <laughs> he did just hit a squat triple 529 by 3PR. That was pretty good. So, like, the squat is getting there. For the deadlift, I I will say, though, like, I don't know if they will pass in this competition. Like, he's having the same issues that he had to the meet where I think he had soft lockout and it shouldn't have been a white light. So, I'm, like, really hoping... That is an excellent me for him, but truly, I'm like, well, you? How many delvettes will you get? How many white lights will you get? Yeah, like
0: that's gonna be that's gonna be the big measuring stick is whether or not he gets that deadlift. But um, I think with just training, this how it goes. I think he can hit 788, and if he makes improvement on his, what that, the goal there is going to be to break the record. But uh, yeah, uh, that's that's the only thing I assume. Um, but I think he could take a to- like a, a conservative deadlift attempt and just smash his total where he is close to an 800-kilo total. And then he got Nationals a long time from the Arnold where he can really work on that. And I see a ton of potential out of him, like a, a lot of it, especially with that big bench. So I do agree with you. His deadlift at times um, looks suspect. But I actually think today's deadlift, I don't know if it will count a competition, but – it looked just as good as the 788 did at it the meet where it counted. Exactly the so, same. Yes, I agree. So, like, you know, with those guys, those efficient pullers and that hook grip, if they, they're they home run hitters in baseball. That's that's what I compare them to. Like, they make contact, they completely change the game, and it counts. So, we will see. We will find out soon enough. Um, I may actually be very curious about Jacob Ramos, just because, like, I I'm always curious about Jacob Ramos. Yeah, yeah,
1: it's well, fair. it goes back to you want to go? Yeah. I mean, yeah, it goes back to the
2: Nationals that like he is so strong. It's just execution-wise, squat depth. He kind of has that like he style bench that's a little bit risky, and then uh, of grip strength. So I I hope he brings it together, uh. 'Cause I really do like him as a lifter. It's just that he's just kind of had the same similar issues.
0: Is he uh, moving up? I, I, is he is he signed up at seventy-five?
2: Yeah, I think so.
0: Yeah, I think yeah, that, is. that he could is. be a that could be a thing too. He has some, might start reevaluating is just because he's a tank. So my Nationals absolutely. I don't, absolute I don't tank. think he
2: had I don't think he had to cut a ton for nationals though. And honestly, he missed I don't weight once like,
0: at seventy four. He
2: did. He did, but I don't think I don't think that was an issue at Nationals. He was strong at Nationals. It was just a matter of the technicalities with squat depth and then grip strength. Strength, I mean, strength-wise, uh, he had it. It was just a lot of little small things like that. So, yep. but yeah, I'd love to see him build put together. And it's, it's, it's a question mark, but we'll see.
0: Yep. All right. Well, want to predict it?
2: Yep. Rondell, we're going to do top three. Rondell, Keenan, Kyle DeLeon.
0: Alright. Uh, yeah, Rondell, Keenan, I should've, damn it, I should've just sent Kyle. Kyle first! No, Rondell hunts Keenan Lee, and then I'm gonna echo you with Kyle DeLeon.
1: Okay. Well, I'm going Keenan, then Rondell, third, I have a few people with similar numbers. <laughs> I'm going to say that Marcus has the mean he has CPT, and if he does, I would give him the third.
0: Mm. 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 Um, I'm just. I'm actually going to over-under how m- pissed off Marcus is going to be that we just flat out, like, kind of didn't mention anything.
1: I was kind of I'm <laughs> wondering I'm, I'm if he like, so, like, I'm
2: blocked, <laughs> so I didn't really feel like I had anything to mention. So yeah.
0: and also and Mark Frizzell too. I there there are some really good amateurs competing. Mark Frizzell is a solid lifter redemption meet.
2: Um yeah. Mark and him. Marcus, two of the people that got the, the screwball from USAPL and the wrong link. Yeah, Yeah. That I was because that was they wild. were both they were both pros that their pro card expired, but they were still sent the pro invite. They signed up for the pro, they thought they were doing the pro, and then like yeah, and then they got kicked. To, fortunately, they got put into the amateur meet, so that's they, it wasn't for a wash. They're still competing. so Which that is good, kinda, because that, the amateur meet
1: was, like, full, and they just, like, crammed them in regardless. So I'm happy they did yep. that, because yep. that would have been terrible if they didn't. Um, But I will say, though, like, Marcus isn't posting anything in his training that's... Like, he posted more going to CPT, and that showed me more. So he posting not think he's posting. He, he was like,
0: pissed off. He was pissed off. I think... Not all right. So I they, that was a thing that like people knew, but not everyone knew. So I understand, but I, I think that probably pissed him off to an extent where perhaps the uh, the incentive or the motivation isn't quite there. Uh, but Marcus is such a competitor. I can't imagine him just like I don't know. Seems like a guy fueled by anger. So, yeah. so like like he he's one of those guys that he I think. Uh, what people I mean, say so, does fuel him a bit. So,
2: well, if he listens to Two White Lights, as of now, the greatest fuel he's ever had has been Two White Lights for two for Carolina yeah. primetime. Yes,
1: we are quote unquote haters, and um,
2: yeah,
1: yeah, we no, should I'm not cool. go into this. I, offici- I
0: officially, I have,
1: it's I officially am Dick now. Hats. I was
0: not, but now I will be. It's YouTube dickheads. I'm cool. Like uh, he's never said anything bad about me. You're haters.
1: I'm not blocked yet, so. You should be. <laughs> um, I should right. not. You <laughs> guys know. should be more so. What the
0: I... I didn't say shit. All right. Uh, <laughs> amateur women. Um, we have Christiana Zard, Lysa Gardner, Frida de la Pena competing. I think those three kind of stand alone um, as far as top three goes. At Maria right
2: Rojas-Chacon.
0: I don't know much about her. That's only... So I don't know much
2: about her either. I didn't find an IG just based on the fact that she's been making notable progress every meet though, and then just adding two and a half to five kilos to each lift. That very much put her in that conversation. I do not know what to expect from her, but I expect her to be someone I mean, as Christian's coach that I need to keep my eye on.
1: And Jessica okay. Tesoro definitely is yeah, a Jessica and well. Kiara
2: Wilson. Kiera Wilson too. Mm-hmm. I mean they're all like this I mean, Christian and Lysha are the favorites, but they're not Rondell and Keenan favorites. Um, if, if there were slip-ups there, things could happen. But uh, that's going to be a darn good battle between uh, PR's performance and the craft. Mm-hmm. We'll see how Frida and Maria does, if they can slip in there, but I am very much expecting a battle between Christian and Lisha, and Lisha having the final pull. We shall see. I don't know about Christian's training and I don't think Solana knows either because I got a message from Christian asking if she should tell Solana what she deadlifted so and I said no.
1: Because I saw it on her story, but I don't know what I was doing. I probably drive in my car <laughs> on Instagram at the same time. And I don't yeah. know what I saw. And I'm uh, like, wait, I, that was a PR, right? And like... It's gone. It's gone. So whatever. <laughs> it's okay. Well, regardless, I've Leisha, seen her what? climbing up for months now, so it's yeah. gonna be a great meet. She, like it's. I fine. mean that Arnold
0: <laughs> perfor- that Arnold's performance last year kind of like like okay this is kind of the the next lifter up the next young lifter up and that's what I saw. But I mean, wouldn't this be like the best Allen Iverson step over Teron Lou moment if Leisha Gardner wins? Over Steve, Den- I mean, she's done it once already over Steve DeNovi, but like this would be like more personal. It's it is the craft first PRs,
2: it is. It'll be interesting. It's, we have a better idea with Lysha because she had she had she had the craft SPD day. She uh, did. She 397, 396,
1: 265, 397, 265, 452. Um, which are all pretty, I mean, her best squat before that was 374. She had 397. Her best bench was 259. She had 265. And then 450 uh her best dead was 435 and 451. So she has made some notable gains. As well as Christiane. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um yeah. Lysha's a yeah, I mean I game. We all we all know that. We all know that she's that's gonna be a very intriguing matchup on that, that amateur side too. Just that top spot.
2: I will say, Solana, this is what I was alluding to. You got something up on the dots. I don't stores. know what,
1: dude. I'm looking at it. I'm like, you know, maybe I was just tired and rushing at the end. Because <laughs> I'm, yeah, off we basically by have like the same. Points.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I'm reading now. So <laughs> we've got the same, we've got the same exact total. And I've got a 525 dots. And Solana had 549 for Lysha. Uh, so, yes, yeah, so it was a little. So, um, but, yeah, I can't, I mean, obviously, I, you guys can keep talking about the battle if you want to. I'm not going to talk too much more other than I'll just say Christiane's deadlift and squat, her squat today and her deadlift Monday was better than last block.
1: Yeah. All right. Well.
2: Very nice. Very nice. She
1: uh, I mean, doesn't really post a ton, so it's kind of hard to talk doesn't. about the, yeah. Like, I saw a 418 by 2 deadlift, Um, but that's really all she posted. But she's made some big jumps in her last couple of meets. So I'm just assuming she'll make some decent jumps here. I did see I've, Jessica. Oh, good.
0: Oh, well, well, Frida. Like, yeah, Frida is one of those lifters who has a lot of untapped potential. Um, she is unbelievably jacked too. Like, she looks strong, and she is strong. Like, she's just she's she's really strong uh, a- as a competitor, and. I yeah, her training's a mystery and there was a time, like kinda during COVID, where um I because, you know, shout up F. We were uh, you know, in a group chat and you know, occasionally posted videos and we're like, holy shit, like she's incredibly gifted. Like you can make a huge like just spike here in her total and it's always kinda there. It's always kinda like in the back of our minds, like Frida can make a big improvement on her total and get into position of a top five, potentially top three position in her future. So it's uh pretty exciting. It's only if Santi doesn't hold her down. Um and we got uh or are you gonna say something with uh, Jacqueline.
1: Jessica. Jessica. Oh Distoro. Jessica, my bad I'm sorry. She posted a little bit, so I got a better read. She hit 397 squat yesterday. Um nope, wait with deadlight, my bad Deadly <laughs> yesterday. Um, but that moved really, really easy. That was her best in competition before and it was like an opener. So I'm like, okay, we got some progress there. Uh she benched two twenty one. That was a PR, it was a grinder. And then she had three fifty-three by two for her squats, and that is literally doubling her best in competition. So I have her I have her, Frida, Maria, all within like three dots points of each other. Hopefully my dots made sense. <laughs> when I did them. But yeah. She's getting a lot of progress. Maria, I think I found it, but I think it was on private, if I found the right IG. So I just had to go based off data, and that's how I got her numbers. I have nothing to say from anything at all. <laughs> Besides, she made some decent jumps in her last few meets.
0: Um, Anyone else here before we want to do predictions, or...?
1: Uh, Kiara posted some good stuff, too. I saw a 240 by two, but it was touch and go for bench. I saw 400 squat that moved fast. That's 20 pounds less than her best in comp. And I saw a 390 deadlift that moved pretty fast. So nothing that's showing, like, I think she'll have some good PRs, but nothing that shows me enough to, like, know what she'll really hit. That's all I got. All right,
0: want to do these uh, predictions? Let's do it. Who's starting? Well, Steve, just sweep us because you kinda just volunteered <coughs> to start every single time. Alright. Uh,
2: for first that's a tough one. <laughs> so annoying. But I think I'm what what's that, Solana?
1: You're so annoying. Say it a little louder. Can you say louder? <laughs> I know what it is.
2: I'll say it off air after. Uh, Christian first. Lisha second, Frida third.
1: I'm going second. I'm giving Lisha first, and I definitely underrated her for the corrupted strength meet, so I have to redeem myself. Lisha first, Christian second, and I shall give Jessica Soro third.
0: Um, will I be the only one who hasn't underrated Lisha Gardner on this uh, podcast? Well, I mean, it could be right I, now, because I I'm had, picking like, Christian. Yeah, well, she didn't get as pissed oh, off as the, uh, she didn't make a shirt for you. So I'm going to have She's Christiane and because... Gardner. This could be the, uh, the, the Lysha Gardner, um, the Elisha Gardner, uh, underrated, um, from me on two white lights. And I will have Frida de la Pena as my third. Which this one, it is, it is a true pro card battle, though. Yet, oh, yeah, like, for sure. I like, can't wait. It, it's not, we can't, because we, it'll be, what, 565 for women in order to get that, like... 550.
1: 550. 550.
0: 550. Yeah, so it, it's going to be a, a a pro card battle where it's true. Whoever wins gets your pro card.
1: According to my doc numbers, apparently they can hit it. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: they, they, uh, <laughs> they, uh, yeah, and that's, I mean, that was probably the, mo- I mean, the moments last year, I mean, the Grand Prix was great and all. Whatever, like we just watched Ash kind of dominate. You know, me and Deuce Gruden was a decent enough showdown. But the real show was the amateurs getting the pros. Celine Crumb and Jimmy, Jimmy Villeneva was the best part of the Arnold last year. So these amateurs um, deserve their credit, deserve their spotlight. And I'm excited to see the uh, the amateurs go. It's going to be a fun one. You know what? We talk about, you know, the potential lack of production from the USAPL, even though I did see some good plays, at least on social media. Maybe um, not as uh, organized as we would like, but I love Arnold Weekend. It's one of my favorite weekends in powerlifting. I'm excited to go. I'm excited to compete. It's, uh, It's one of those big things. You know, I think you get three now in powerlifting. You get three of those meets a year that you get to look forward to as far as a a competitor. And um, Arnold is, I think, going to be one for a very, very long time.
1: I agree. I love it.
2: (laughs) my favorite. I'm passionate about the Arnold, which is why I don't love when it's not taken as serious as I hope. Because it's my favorite meet. It's my favorite meet every year. Yeah,
0: I mean, I... I don't know, like, uh, cause, like, actually this might be an episode if we don't have anything to talk about at a point, um, maybe going into just like the Arnold experience for me in 2020 or uh, 2019, like that was a big reason why I picked the USAPL as my federation and was like, so like, wait, I, I this would be a really cool thing to compete at. Cause I was just so enthralled by everything and. I, and I had low expectations going in or not low expectations going in, but like, okay, I'm not a really big fan of watching powerlifting meets or anything. And I saw the USAPL meet in the C pod. I saw the grand prix stage and I was like, this is fucking cool. Like, this is what powerlifting is. Like, it's not just you're in a high school gym or you're in a small cramped powerlifting gym and you're competing. Like you can compete here. That's, 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 that's cool. And yeah, uh, being at my third consecutive Arnold is uh, is a cool one, and I and you know and the the two the two Arnolds that I am competing at are the ones that won the Grand Prix. I still am, am like kind of it's kind of crazy. I was able to compete there, and now the Pro Finals. Like that's uh, something I'm looking forward to just to do. So, it's gonna
1: be a good day. I'm also excited I kinda to compete. Want,
0: yeah, excited to compete. Excited to be there, Steve. Excited to coach. Yeah. I'm to try. I gotta try to book a flight later on Sunday though. I got an early flight because I got work on Monday. Ah. and I don't want to call a sub. So this episode has been two hours. Can we just skip the story stories of this week? I'll no. give a super quick one. Okay, God super damn it. super right. quick one.
2: Uh, what's a super quick so
1: one I can do? They're fine. All right, they here's
2: a super quick. Here's no. Here's a super quick one that'll be like three sentences. We had a trainer. Oh, uh, yeah,
0: now it's better. Three five. sentence commercial gym story. I can't wait.
2: Yeah. He was had a trainer. He he came in one day and had a pretty darn big black eye, and he trained the whole day with it, and it was it didn't look that great, and. Uh, he came into the office and I was like, "Hey, dude, uh, what happened?" And he's just like, "My girlfriends met each other."
0: Ah, nice. That's whole was that was that just a sick one-liner or did it actually happen?
2: that actually happened? That actually
0: happened. Nice. Wow. Would have been a sick one-liner. Like, heh, nice, funny joke, man. But all right, nice. That's a, that's a pretty cool. Okay. One. Yeah, I, I like that one. All right, so Arnold preview done. Next up, we got Sheffield coming up. Going to be really excited for that one. Great month of powerlifting ahead of you. Stay tuned to White Lights. Make sure you're listening to all of it, and we'll see you guys next week. Peace.